What's your favorite moped sound? Moped sound is the like the four stroke, like you're doing way faster than anybody else, but you're barely on the gas. <laughs> just like cruising to the pack four stroke and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like sounds like your bike is just running like shit. I had to cough it out, man, clear my throat because uh Let me little, clear my throat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's a little dusty. I dude. hope you don't mind. Why is it dusty? Because we missed a whole fucking week, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we're here. Now we're back. <laughs> like, uh, we gave up the reins with the Lady King stepping here. I get it. I get on there and I finally listen to the episode. I'm like, man, they're giving Brad, giving Brad lots of love. And J- Jason Brad, apparently Brad, is Brad, moped Brad, Jesus Brad, who Brad, saves Brad, everyone. Brad. And then all I get is, yeah, Thomas would say that he's an asshole. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't help you guys with anything. Fine. Oh. Runs the fucking parts shop. Picks stuff up from his house, drives it to us, fucking deliver it for free. Like, ah, fucking Thomas. Dude, Lady Kings did their thing last week. Hi, Mama. It was entertaining. I had a good time. They did a really good job. It was very entertaining. uh, What was happening? It was fun. Yeah, it was cute. Um, (laughs) Yeah, give me smalls. I didn't listen to it. Like, I kind of edited it just so I could, like, you know, get it on the internet. And then I didn't really pay attention. And, like, I listened to the next day at work. And I had definitely some moments where I was like, Rolling on it, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, they're fucking up right now. It's funny. I can't remember the exact content, but they were like something about like how guys think about girls, and then it was like, yeah, well, we think the same thing about. What if we asked? I don't know. the I, same thing, and and uh, Mary was like, yeah, I do that. Mm-hmm. Kind of quietly in the back, but know. nobody really picked up on it. I missed that one. That was um, fucking great. I was yeah. laughing so hard. That that's they had the moments. They had the moments. I'm glad everyone enjoyed it. Dude, are um, you gonna be a part of the show? Oh, I guess we just got a uh, heat to come in. The she's, fourth wheel. She's I coming, love it. Coming in the house. Ring, um, ring, 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 ring. <laughs> kind of she looks so right nervous. We'll figure that out. <laughs> we'll plug her in. Um, dude, we got some things in the mail. Uh, if you see on the table. Yeah, I was gonna check that stuff out. Uh, Lou from Moped Rich because we had our episode. What was it? Sixty nine, sixty six, sixty seven. It was in the late. 60s. Something like that was last with, one was sixty nine. Yeah, something like that was with our buddy uh, Lou from Moped Rich, and he sent us um some damn what is it? Calendar calendars. Yeah, calendar yeah. and some pins. So we got some Moped Rich calendars that we're gonna be giving away in our raffles. And in orders at mopedmonday.com. So if you order something, we're going to throw in some calendars from Moped Rich. Oh, Can we just keep copy. all the pictures and just give them the date part of it? <laughs> just keep the photos? <laughs> That'd be the easiest thing. Yeah, they're actually really nice. They're pretty nice. Much better than I expected. I don't have anything in I my purse. I thought it was all going to be like hand-drawn <laughs> on like old Man. paper bags. No. Cool. So now heat's on. We got her some damn headphones. She can talk in the microphone. Like I don't know what that signal quieter. Is. is that what she wants? 
Aren't I don't she, know what that means. You say it out loud. We're one thing. <laughs> no, she just like grabs her hand and starts waving around as if she hates something hot. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what, <laughs> what is she doing in the corner? Turn it down. Turn it down. <laughs> just ask to turn it down. Um, yeah, but that's cool. Like, uh, Lucinus calendar, which is pretty sweet. And a bunch of his uh, enameled uh, Tomos LX pins, yeah. which are awesome. I love his logo, dude. It's They're like, really cute. It's a nice logo. And the card, the pre- pre- presentation of this is nice. It is very nice. Can I put one of those on? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Have it. Enjoy. Thanks, um, We got a whole bag full, dude. Yeah. You make weird noises, we give you stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I might have a uh, moped paint job coming next weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah, do some uh, moped Sunday painting, filming. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about that at the... And we just had our rally meeting for Wet Wet, and that's one of the things we discussed. Like, should we get Thomas to paint our bike? He did it last time. He did a great job. Should we do something that's going to match a jet ski that we have? You have a jet um, ski? Not yet. Oh. Yeah, not yet. But we're, we're going to. <laughs> so if we um, paint the bike first, then you got to buy a jet ski to match. No, no. We'd paint Ooh. the bike later. Okay. Like. Last minute. We, yeah, we kind of feel like, <laughs> yeah, like bikes are easy to get. So, like, we have bigger fish to worry about. But successful meeting. Successful rally meeting. We, uh. You guys trying to raffle off a shifty 50? Locked down a spot. Like, <laughs> um, locked down a couple other details. Um, you know, like dues and stuff to send out for our club members and. I don't know. Just like trying to play with a lot of people is really hard, but you know we're pulling it together, and making it work, and hopefully we throw a good rally and people enjoy this it. This little package just keeps giving. Like I thought it was <laughs> over with, and I was like, rattle, rattle, rattle. Mm, Thomas found some snacks. Mm, what are you eating? <laughs> a little piece of chocolate that came off of the the nougat there. I'm still oh, in the bag. Oh, those things are good, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. 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 So- oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh my. Hot chocolate. <laughs> you guys have a good week in Muppets? Uh. No, not really. I didn't spend moped. money. Lots of money. Yeah, you bought a bunch of replacement parts and stuff. Everything mine is broken. Like mm. when my disc brakes are fucked on my pook. I guess I probably have something that runs, but the things I like to ride are all broken. So I got to do some clutch work. And I know, I know, I know. I got to order. I ordered Molossi gears, and once I get those in, I'll put them in so my Fancy. output shaft doesn't vibrate and scramble my brain, mm-hmm. which is the worst. I, I didn't really do. I mean. It's, Working at your house today was the first time I really did anything moped, really. Okay. I mean, last night. Working? I did some throttle stuff last night at the shop by myself and, you know, like try to fix the Vespa. But apparently, once you build a Vespa and you put a thousand bucks into it and then you're like, I really like this bike, turns out somebody else likes it too. (laughs) And they're like, ah. You know, the rule is, dude, everything's for sale. Everything's got a price on it. You know? Apparently. Show me the money. Show me the money. Um, I guess the dilemma is do I sell it for what I got in it? Hmm. You gotta at least get that, I guess. I mean, yeah, you gotta at least got get that. But like, is there any other money to be made? You know, it's no, not a thousand bucks. Yeah, dude, that's all we, dude. The internet's been lighting up over here like this past week, dude. We have a thirteen hundred dollar uh, Hobbit stalker for sale on Craigslist. Um, <laughs> I seen, I seen lots of good bikes up north. I want to go to Pennsylvania. Eight hundred dollar uh, stalker JC Penny. Um, mm. You know, non running or some shit. Yeah, I saw that. Our buddy Jordan up in uh, D.C. area, Northern Virginia area, was selling off a fleet. I wonder what he's got going on. If he's like... Got a Senda out there now. He's looking for a new project, or is he like just getting out the game? I don't know. He sold a DS50. He sold uh, a Senda. Ashley's over here playing video games or something. No, it's fucking arcade. Mind, I don't know what that noise is. That was Thomas. I am reading about this oh. house that's on five acres. That's pretty cute. Lady with Kings the guest apparently house. their ears are burning because Mary just sent me a PM. 
Let's see what it Must is. Must know we're talking shit. Yeah. Oh, there's another one. She can smell it. Dude, we're going to turn that volume down, bro. No. No way. This is this coming in hot. This is hot off the press. They can mess our fire. There's noise, dude. You got to cut that out. I don't know. We're glad to be back in the studio for another week. Uh, this is episode... 70. 70. We had 69 last week. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Moped Money Podcast. We're doing it, dude. Back with the real cast. Real, real, your real peeps. You know, the ones that love you. Mm-hmm. Or not. Oh, or something. No. The other ones didn't love you at all. Brad, Brad, Brad. All Brad, apparently. Mm-hmm. I dude. love that everyone loves Brad as much as I love Brad. We love, I love Brad every time I see him. I'm like, Brad, give me all the snuggles. <laughs> Brad's getting all kinds of snuggles I'm right sure now. Sure he is. Uh, he's weekend a sweet jail. boy, though. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got the cot to himself. You might have to snuggle up though with somebody else. Oh my, dude. Um, I don't know. I Give me your manage package, boy. I was gonna like you know do our thing, but jingle, your nuts. catch up, talk shit. But I don't know. We'll keep doing that. I guess that's what we do. Have you been to jail ever? No, never been to jail, dude. Yeah, either. I'm a good boy. Stay out of trouble. Thomas, have you been to jail? Not really jail, jail. No, I like I got I bailed myself out. How do you do that? You go before the magistrate and like talk to them, and they set your bail, and you bail yourself out. I've never heard of that before. Like he didn't get arrested for doing I something. I turned myself in. Someone, oh. someone <laughs> said he did something, and Sorry. then he had a warrant. And so he went to jail and turned himself in, and then they released him. Dude, they came knocking on the door like I had mm. murdered children. Did you murder children? They were hunting for me like the very next day as if I had done some... No, I drove a tow truck for AAA and all that stuff forever. Right. And the deal is you get all these pricks that have the three or five mile free or whatever it is, you know? And after mm-hmm. that, it's $3 a mile. Uh-huh. And it's always like, they're like, yeah, it's only like two extra miles, man. And they go, oh, well, it's only, you know, they tell you that they're only going the allowed amount. And so I just... You know how it is. You do it like so many times a day, and you're just like, fuck this one guy. Fuck him. I'm charging him the $3. He's like, I'm not paying you. I was like, all right, cool. I'm taking your car back to the lot. You can pay 90 bucks at the impound lot for it. <laughs> I was like, you need to pay me now, or I'm taking your car. Over $3, bro? Yeah, and he like, well, tried his, to like... his boss also told him to take it. Well, I told him what the deal was. Like, I was like, the dude's been a prick since I picked him up, you know, bossing me around as if I owe him something, like, you know, this is... Whatever, like we have to be nice to people, but like when they're clearly jerks, whatever. So I was, I tried to get in my truck, and so he was like trying to block me. So I just slipped underneath of him, hopped in the truck, put it in drive, and drove off with his car and impounded it. And he says I ran him over. I hit him. With, <laughs> he said I hit him with my tow truck and like tried to run him over. It was malicious and like I was dangerous and threatening. You know, you know this guy was bigger than me, and I don't not trying to fight anybody. So anyway, they came looking for me, and I turned myself in. It's kind of dumb. Livery Thomas. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do what you got to do, right? Yeah. Things happen. Dude. How about you, Ashley? No arrests. <laughs> Ever been in the back of the police car other than to just make out with a cop? Yeah, I got picked up for truancy when I was in middle school. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> and the cop brought me to the school in the police car. You bad. <laughs> Were you going to see, like, Thomas or something? No, I was in middle school. Okay, okay. Yeah, was, that was when we met, man. When did you guys meet, though? When she was in middle school. Okay, so I thought. I've been hitting that ass no, forever, we yo. Met, we met when I was 16. Lies. Mm, was all right, 16. she just got out of middle school. That's funny. Dude, um, Plus a few years. 
Pete, you've been you, you ever taken a trip in the back of a cop car? No, I haven't. It's exciting. I don't want to. <laughs> you can pee in the seats. No, they're, no. Not, they're plastic. Ooh. It was it was a plastic bucket seat. I was Ew. like, this it was what? Pl- is it really plastic? Yeah, because yeah. people like get drunk and they pee in there and puke in there really? and all kinds of shit. And, like sometimes they have like this little cubby in the back, so your hands have room behind you when you're handcuffed. Oh, because of the handcuffs. Yeah. It's quite funny. I got picked up one time for smoking underage. I got arrested. My buddy, we were riding in his IROC Z, and he was like doing some dumb shit, like some burnouts or something. What's that? It's like a Camaro, Z28 Camaro, IROC Z, whatever. Mm. Man, it's got a 350 in it, man. We were going ripping around. That motherfucker right there, boy. And we'd be eating acid and drinking beers and fucking off. I'm like 16 or 17 years old. I might have been 18. I don't know what it was. But I was not old enough to smoke. And so the cop was like, let me see your ID. And I was like, I don't have any ID. And like, how old are you? You know, and they gave my brother's birthday and all that shit. You know, uh-huh. And didn't pass. And eventually they found out. <laughs> so they hauled me in the cop car and took me to my house. And it was like, you know, skipping school and everything else. And went home. He's like, well, where's your mom, man? I need to release you to your mom. I was like, you need to release me to my own recognizance, man. Like, because I knew how to talk to cops and I knew like the terminology and shit. Like, you don't want to deal with my mother. Do you want to sit out here for 45 minutes and get chewed out for wasting her time for bringing me home over a cigarette charge? And he's like, I was like, I'm telling you, dude, she's mean. She's going to fuck you up. She's going to be mad at me, but she's going to be really pissed at you for wasting her fucking time. And he like thought about it for a minute. He's like, I tell you what, I think I'm just going to release you on your own. Recognize here's the paperwork. Sign right here. Sign right here. Promise to appear. It was like a. I don't know, like $200 ticket or something. I never told Damn. my mom about it. I just went and paid the ticket. <laughs> I mean, I had a job. Yeah. You know? Still a pain in the ass. Before well, that, I got arrested for underage alcohol. That was a $550 fine. Ooh. That's a harsh fine. Yeah. yeah. I bet he, bet, he, bet he never did that again. He probably did. He did. Never got caught doing that again. Yo, we'd be at the party in the apartment complex. Is like, you know, your brother's always, like, your older brother knows all the cool guys or he has it at, like, a cool spot. And we'd be... Out of like London Town or whatever. Beer bongs, beer bongs off the balcony. It's like Mickey Mouse, my first apartment party. And I'm like just couch surfing, trying to mind my own business with my 40, like, you know, Edward, and trying not to get Edward 40 hands, you know, just trying to chill. And, you know, like you see something, second you see a fucking blue light, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm keeping my money. See you later. I'd sneak like around. Back door. Yeah. Go to yeah. somebody else's apartment. Go yeah. hit the next party. I love that shit, dude. We used to have, we used to have, we used to have fun parties in my old house, man. We'd um, we'd uh, take all the furniture out of our living room, and we'd put it on the front porch to like barricade the front porch. <laughs> might, might, not be, might not be too safe. Fire hazard, maybe. And, uh, they can always go out the back door, though. Yeah, then we have the back door, and we have a DJ in my living room, and like we lock all the bedroom doors, and we just fucking have like two people, 200 people in my house. Vince from Black Black live next door. That's when we kind of like first met. So we do, we had an attached duplex. We do beer pong next door at Vince's house, shared backyard <laughs> for like partying, and then like dance party in my house. Dude, saw so many crazy shit go down. Saw a girl get fucked on a washing machine in the basement. Oh my god, uh, I never saw that. One. I saw a uh, some girl get a uh, Sparta fucking like this is Sparta fucking kicked down a flight of stairs in the back porch. Mm. I never saw that one. Um, <laughs> the cops showed up one time and proceeded to like. 
throw our belongings on the front porch off the porch so they could get to the front door. What? It's like, what are you doing? Like, that's, that's our shit. Like, no, the fire hazard. They're throwing our shit off the porch so they could get to the front door. Mm-hmm. And they beat on the front door. And we're like, you can't let them in. It's like, yeah. they're like vampires. If you don't invite them in, they can't come yeah, in. We're like, yo, leave the door shut. And like, all, Do the, not open all the door. those fucking underage little college kids are like, quiet. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm saying to myself, I'm a grown ass adult, dude. What are you guys talking about? I'm good. <laughs> and like some some dude opened the door. And that's it. That's all you gotta do. And they, like as soon as they do that, they put their foot in the yeah, door. The cop was like, Sir, shine the light. And he put his foot in the door, like you're saying. That's, and they do and that he on purpose. Tried to pull the door shut. And then and you're assaulting the, the police officer. As soon as that door hit his mm-hmm. foot, they barged in the fucking yep. door, tackled mm-hmm. this kid on the ground. This is like a fucking it's the catch 18 year old, 19 year old little mm-hmm. fucking college kid. They tackled him to the ground, knee in the throat. Like, oh. stop resisting! You assaulted a police officer! Like, like freaking out on this fucking little kid, dude. I'm like, yeah, this is crazy. You should know better. And if you guys are out there, you have never had anything to drink. You do not talk to the cops. Do not answer any fucking questions. <laughs> do not let them in. They're vampires. They, they can't come in unless you invite them or they have a warrant. <laughs> unless they have a warrant, tell them to go home to their mothers and eat spaghetti. Nah, be real, dude. Mind tell them to go business. fuck themselves. <laughs> Fuck the boys in blue. No, don't fuck the boys in blue. Fuck 12. Fuck 12. Fuck 12. I mean, most of the cops in Richmond are pretty rad. They don't really fuck with you, luckily. But there are some of those pricks that. Fuck them boys in blue. Fuck them boys in blue. He sang that so many times today. It's a funny song. Is that from the new song that you've heard? Yeah, it's from the song. It's the country music. Oh, that one? Yeah, I figured that's what it was from. I don't know it. Don't worry about it, Ashley. Luke Bryant, Silo. <laughs> Dude, um, let's get into it. We got a phone call today. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna hit the little button over here. I want to see what happens. Should I call somebody too? <laughs> Three way, four way. Mm. Ashley. <laughs> yes. Okay, there we go. Both ears, left, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, good job. Now when he answers, it's gonna be really loud. Prepare for it. Oh God, I'm scared. Wait for it. What's up, dude? Hey, hey. what's up, bro? What's How's it going? Dude, what's going on, man? We're just eating Living some... the fucking dream. Yeah, I've seen you on the internet right now. I'm pulling some NOLA games right now. Fuck yeah. Dude, so... Yep, down here um, buying a car. Any kind of good car or just like... Random run of the uh, mill like transportation. 80, 80, 87 uh, Wego van. Honda Wego van. Yeah, Lego van. yeah, they're fun. Lego van. No, okay. the, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's like a four door kind of a hatchback wagon that Honda made that's bigger than like a wagon. It's like a really small van or really large Honda four door hatchback. Who's it me by? Honda. Honda? Yeah, Charlie Buzzard had one in his backyard. Riding away for a while. I think he had those dreams. One of the guys at uh, Mercedes has got one. It's like pimped out. It's pretty ridiculous. Hmm. Yeah, they came tight? all wheel drive. They're pretty tight. Okay, is this a real van or yeah. is this called no. a Lego van? What, no, it's what's called the a, a, a Wago van, I think. See, that's the thing. Honda yeah. Wago van. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know what that is. Everybody <laughs> knows but me. Well, <laughs> no. no. yeah, I, I also came down here uh, to make Wago a pipe van. for a bike. Which bike? So I came down. I came down uh, to make a pipe for a Squambra. I mean, not, no big deal, but it was just a, a test run for me with my <laughs> welder and all my equipment going 
going out of state to make a pipe on a bike. For a so that's going to be an option for me. That's pretty Ooh, sweet. I'm glad yeah. you do yeah, that. Yeah. What What's the uh, What's the bonus charge on that, dude? Yeah. What's the upcharge on fucking the house call? They got to pay for housing, sixty dollars um, an hour. Uh, <laughs> yeah, basically. Food. Yeah, we got to put me up uh, and find me a place to weld. <laughs> Is that the? But, uh, did you uh, at the Tampa rally? I think I got the uh, intake for the Gila. Is that awesome? Did you make that? Yep. Yes, I did. Uh, I'll be uh, releasing crank um, the crank intakes very soon. Um, I've just been working on all the fixtures. I want to get everything all ready to go before I release anything, so I can not waste any time trying to make them. Nice. I guess we should uh, kind of announce who you are and have you uh, tell your name and stuff before <laughs> you get too deep into it. We do that sometimes. We forget that they don't know what's going on. Well, I'm Thomas Chisholm from Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> Shut up, Thomas. Uh, <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah uh, my name is Ryan Go. I'm from Milwaukee. I'm a crank, and uh, I've I've been riding for a long time. I grew up riding dirt bikes. Eight years old. Um, You're eight. Damn. And I've been hanging out. Yep. Um, basically, my first street bike was a 750 mile immaculate MB5 one owner, and um, that's how um, one of the cranks spotted me and said that's a very clean MB5 and you should come ride. And I spent, I don't know, probably about a year trying to figure out where the hell they were because they like <laughs> would be hanging out at the garage down the street from the spot that they would meet at, like just drinking beers. And I was like riding around looking for them. But we eventually met up and then 2014, I hung around, had my first rally. I've been addicted ever since. Slippery slope, dude. But yeah, yeah the, moped, uh, the moped community has been been awesome to me, and they've put me up in their houses all across the country. And now that I can, I can repay them, and I'm making these awesome fucking pipes, and everyone loves them, which I I can't believe. What I've been uh, I've been supported fully by the moped community for over a year now, and I couldn't be happier. That's sick, dude. Yeah, like, it kind of, like, came in, like, out of nowhere. I want to, like, kind of find out why, like, you started making the pipes. Like, what made you want to make a pipe instead of just getting someone else's? Because I remember for a while, like, there was that company down in, in Florida that was making the weekends. Yeah, and weekends that was, are like, really nice pipes, too. That was cool. It's like, man, there's someone in the moped scene making pipes. It's awesome. And people were buying them up. And then they kind of fell off. And, you know, Motion Left came up. And they were making pipes and parts. It's like, well... No one else is doing it, so you know that was the only game in town. I think the struggle for MLM is like their retail price point is kind of a tough pill to swallow, too. You know, and it's not that it's not worth it. I mean, for sure, but uh, yeah, I definitely uh, enjoy fucking making pipes though, and doing it for the community and doing it for the price point that I'm doing it. I keep getting the process down quicker and quicker, and uh, basically trying to speed up orders, but they keep coming in at a rate that is, <laughs> I can't keep up with. So I'm sorry if you, you have a pipe that you want, I'll, I'll get to it as soon as I can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how typically, how typically, uh, how, how long does it normally uh, take you to, to make a pipe? Um, I'm getting down with like shipping and packing it maybe down to six hours total, but I, I've invested everything into a, a CNC plasma table. And, uh, I started basically how we all started out and like the whole like 
inspiration behind this was just being at the shop and we had like some sheet metal and we beat it on this old little anvil and made our first pipe with some crappy MIG welder. That's what started the dream, Jimmy and I from the crank. And we've been doing it ever since making, uh, just researching two stroke design and trying different programs out for testing, uh, trying to, um, get different, um, different style pipes or different style kits. And it's been, I don't know, it's been a long journey. Oh man, you got Couldn't a plasma table. I need to come over there and cut some Vespa subframes out. Yeah, I, I, it's totally underutilized. If anyone could send me like a DXF file, I can cut them out pretty much whatever they want up the quarter inch. That would be tight. So that's another thing I could offer. Yeah, that'd be cool. I remember uh, we had our episode with Jake Kane like a while back, and he told us you came out and had like a little like weld session with him, like you know, learning some tips from the fucking the wizard. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've known Jake for years. I mean, we we rallied, we've had Midwest rallies together for a long time, and uh, the fact that he would take time out of his out of his life to have me over at his house, showing me, showing me that just meant the world to me, you know. Yeah, he's he's the nicest guy. He's so into like I, any question I still I text him and he answers and he, he can answer any question I ask. I learned how to weld by mostly error in some trial. <laughs> I'd get to welding something and I'm like, man, it looks like it's burned in good. And like, you know, like when you first do it, you're pretty proud of it. And then you realize that you had no penetration in the weld and the shit breaks right off immediately when you hit the first bump. It's like statically yeah. attached somehow. And then I was like, oh man, I guess I need to go hotter or do this and like listen to the sound of it and actually clean the material before I weld it. And then I started using gas on my welder and that helped a lot. And the next step is I want to get step it up, get a TIG, move forward. More. Absolutely. Um, is that what you're using now? I've, uh, pipes? I've, yes, TIG welded. They're all fully TIG welded. But I mean, everyone everyone starts somewhere. Um, I bought, without knowing anything about welding, years and years ago, I bought a crappy little MIG welder, and it stuck metal together, you know? But I, I immediately set it up for gas shielded, and without reading anything, you know, read, but uh, I had it set up for flux core and it's a different polarity. So yeah, I was basically just struggling for like a year while I was like, damn, welding is fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> the welder was just set up completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, I've got one that automatically, but, you can just switch it over and, and it's convenient. And my first welder, which is cool, you could actually set it up for aluminum welding, but I never got a chance to even try it. But you change the leads out, change the wire out, change the gas out, and then it'll MIG aluminum. But I've heard, like, MIGging aluminum is not easy to do. Yeah, I've, I've never tried. I've, uh, but, yeah, I just, uh, a while back here, I got a, an AHP Alpha TIG. That's uh, the welder I'm using now. Um, but, yeah, that has uh, AC, so I've been playing around with aluminum. And I, I can't wait to the bikes I'm going to start building, the cases I'm going to build up. I'll finally build a race bike. <laughs> finally. <laughs> the race bike. Everybody says you have to add material to do like the gila on the pooks, but I've got a gila on my pook. Two of them. No material added ever. Oh, yeah. I've never done that. Just hog it out and make it fit and rip. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, well, you got to. Yeah. I mean, you definitely have to hog the shit out of it. But like, everybody, you know, like when you read a bunch of reviews and like, yeah, you got to add case material or people ask you like, how much did you have to add to your transfers? 
None, motherfucker. <laughs> Slap that shit on there. A little bit of extra gasket glue. Hope like hell it doesn't leak. Because it's like paper thin on the transfers for sure. For sure. I mean, you only need two millimeters of sealing surface to make a seal. So, If that. <laughs> Put the micrometer on it. We got two mil. We're good. Yeah. yeah it's, like, it's like the old saying, little putty, a little paint makes a carpenter what he ain't. It's the same thing for moped builders, man. A little extra putty, a little bit extra paint makes your moped builder what he ain't. Just slap that shit together and glue it up. Yep. Pray, just ride it until it don't ride anymore. That's funny. For yeah, sure. Uh, so what was like, um, what's like your first like, uh, like rally you hit? Like what was like your big outing? Did you hit like a Milwaukee rally for the uh, first, first time or Yeah, so um first first rally for me was uh the Cranks twenty fourteen rally. And then uh, immediate uh, immediately after that it was just uh another Wisconsin rally, just the tip. Mm-hmm. And um I can't <laughs> Yeah, heat really like that. I think the, <laughs> the pun works got heat. Yeah, got her. <laughs> I'm five. <laughs> um, but, and then uh, I think my third rally was Top Fest for Dummies. And uh, I was out there. And like when I first started hanging out, I rode shifties. I, I had an MB5 and an NS. I didn't ride mopeds. Yeah. So I like took my moped, or I took my NS50 to Minneapolis. And they're all looking at me like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the Monday after that, they had uh, a go-kart track rented out. And it was like the funnest, I, funnest day I've ever had, just ripping around, that's awesome. you know, practicing, and then then we then we got to watch all the moped racing, which was very boring. But we had the funniest commentator. <laughs> I mean, rest in peace, Taco from the Casserolers. He he made that he made that rally hilarious. What was he saying? I I can't like. He'd be on the microphone at like the announcing thing, and he'd forget he was talking to like everyone on the announcing thing. And it was people are just outside looking around. It was it was crazy. I I he was just like talking about if like bugs had fucking penises or vaginas or not. He was like trying to decipher that, and like it was fucking ridiculous. Like it, it's real scientific. It was, I just can't even describe. Yeah. It, and there was like so I can't even remember this. I was laughing so hard I can't even remember all the stuff that was going on. That's it. <laughs> but, you yeah, I've been hooked ever since. I've been. What have been like some I, of I've your been like, rallying and, and. So what were like some of like your like best rally times like besides that like that sounds like a good event to stick. I feel like there's there's I've gone to so many, and there's always each one has like. A couple key moments that you know stand out in your mind as being like a super fun or just a super different thing that you you did. Um, I'd say all time, just because of the how we got there. We didn't think we were going to go, and how it happened. But uh, how we went to San Francisco, uh, we looked around for a van uh, for my friend Jimmy for months and couldn't find anything. We test drove a bunch of stuff, blowing up transmissions and. It just, we couldn't find, uh, just, we wanted like, uh, just a box van or, uh, not a box van, but like a Chevy Express or like a Ford van just to, for a rally vehicle. And then, uh, we hit up our friend TW who works at, uh, a local, uh, auto place. And, uh, he, uh, got us, uh, an old radio van in three days with temporary plates that were in the dealership's name. All the fluids changed, all the tires, and we 
bought, we picked up the vehicle, packed it up, and left for California. And we drove nonstop. We, well, you got to hit a detour in Denver, of course. And then we drove nonstop all the way there. And uh, Technically, a rented van. Like, yeah. Sort of. <laughs> um, e- <laughs> yeah. Either way, um, that's how the trip happened. And uh, it was being on the top, like going across the San Francisco Bridge and like, being on those like mountaintops, like on the coast with like fog rolling over these like peaks and you're on the peak doing 60 miles an hour. It was, it was awesome. I got to ride with J-Bot and pick his brain. Oh, hell yeah. Isn't it? crazy guy i love that guy <laughs> he is so crazy with the gay, like the moped community and yeah. like the stuff he's pushing like, his mind is insane like, he just thinks more about how things work than anyone else i think way way more than anybody else thinks about it <clears throat> he gets deep yeah, into the insane. technical side of it yeah, that, that that really sounds like a blast. I've still never done San Francisco. I need to, I need to get out there for that one. I heard they did the thing where they go up a hill and they do this thing where you where you coast down like Mulholland Drive or some shit. Like just a windy like yep. long so, yeah, stretch they, down, just all coasting. Just shut the bike off. Yep. Uh, yeah. So they have a uh, off engine race down a like a mountain road, <laughs> and it was super fun. Uh, we were like coming. It was me and this. I can't remember his name. It was a white magnum. He was ripping all weekend, but it was like me. I could never catch him just because he could hold so much speed in the corners. And my my Hobbit doesn't corner because of how high the seat is. But um, the, we kept getting overtaken by this old dude on a own stock motor became. And he'd just come cruising, 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 and then miss the turn and just go super wide and all this dust. <laughs> and then like we go past. We go past, and then somehow he's coming back. And I was like, "What the fuck? How are you getting that much speed?" It was, it was the funniest shit. All oh, that lead, fucking sled, motor became. As soon as he gets a little bit of a downgrade hill, I think just starts picking up steam like old freight train. Uh, that's great. Dude, I love. It. I haven't ridden my Moby in forever, man. I kind of forgot what it was like. I remember when Jason had his maybe that thing just like impressed me and I was like, Man, I gotta get one. Yeah, Eventually- still still to this day, dude, I think the fastest like off the line moped I've ever ridden was um It was like riding a motorcycle. My my A V ten bit a lot set up. Like it just the low end takeoff with, with the fucking clutch pulley off the line was just like really those, dumb. Yeah, it was those clutch dumb. pulleys are insane. Yeah. Yeah, hit that little bit just yep. a little bit of lean on the launch lever just to Pep up the RPM just a smidge, and it's just, like, gone. Man, like, bad out of hell, dude. Yeah, actually, I uh, just purchased a uh, Moto Bikane. Oh, word? I'll, uh, I'll be building it soon, but I got so much on my plate. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Like, we, we, we kind of talk about that sometimes, about just, like, because me and Thomas both work on other people's bikes and help help a lot of people in town. Like, Well, I don't, according to the internet. Only you do. <laughs> but the whole thing with, um, just, like, <laughs> Working on other people's bikes or doing stuff for other people in mopeds and neglecting your own bikes and like, how do you kind of try to find balance to keep up? Because you because your bike rips. Like when you come out with your bike, it's like, all right, your bike fucking. It's he killing he the did game. it right the first time. There's no need to fuck with it again. It's done. <laughs> uh, no, no, it, it it breaks almost every, every time I take it out. I mean, <laughs> uh, whether it's ruining bearings or I don't know it. It runs great. It runs phenomenally, but it just cannot 
I've been trying to make it handle the power and I've been ruining pulleys. I've been, I've ripped the taper off of the clutch plate. I hate that. I've snapped a race crank. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand um, ripping the taper off the clutch plate, the clutch pulley, the, or the clutch for hobbits are on, is on that on little round piece. And it's got the, the, the part in the Four middle well. and it's tacked on like four times. Mm. And so your fucking clutch snaps, 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 snaps until it fucking separates. I've had that happen with uh, the cheap, like, Treach flywheels that they, like, they sell, you know, the yeah, aftermarket yeah, yeah, ones yeah. where they're just, like, barely crimped, sort of, like, mm-hmm. not really welded, but crimped together. Yeah. And, like, I don't know what's wrong with my timing. Definitely. It's wobbling around, dude. Hobbit weak part. Uh, I don't know that. It's funny to have that on that the wall, was- though. I have that on my failure wall. They're like It's like a cool, it's like a badge of honor. It's like, yeah, my Hobbit ripped so hard, I fucking destroyed this fucking clutch plate. And what happens, like, once it fucking blows out, you just know, go? <laughs> yeah, you hear it. <laughs> For sure. Mm. rattle box yep yep and uh during that ride it was a 70 mile ride the packs got split up the chase vehicle was just swamped and i was on the side of the road for four and a half hours <laughs> pocket beer or no but uh no no but Either way, I was like 20 miles outside of the city in like some subdivision. It was 90 degrees. There was no shade. And like I, I found like a frontage pond to some subdivision. I was just like hanging out by the pond because there was like a cool breeze coming off of it. Yeah. <laughs> don't get too close. But Something might jump like, out and bite you from the pond. You don't ever know what's living in those fucking things. So after that experience, dude, yeah, what's, I was what's like your, straight. Uh... What was that? Um, but no, I, I, every time I hear like a diesel truck, I was like sleeping and uh, every time I'd hear a diesel truck, cause they had a box truck for the chase vehicle. I'd like wake up looking and like, Oh, not them. Mm-hmm. Like my phone was on 6% battery. I was just, I told everyone where I was. I was like, I'm staying here. Come fucking get me. You know? <laughs> Best plan of action. Plane crashes. Stay put. Yeah. Dude, what's your, um, so what's your, uh, your breakdown pocket, pocket prize now? You, you keep something on you for breakdowns? A book? <laughs> You know, a cell phone charger, uh, pack beer. of beer. <laughs> that that boredom in the um, bushes jerk off session <laughs> while you're waiting on the chase bus. Jerk off. I don't know. I'm, it, the bike's getting to the point where everything's been reinforced to the point where it's, it's not breaking right now. But it's also I'm trying to tune in uh, this this belt and this pipe, and it, it's pulling me out at 65. But the RPMs it achieves before that, I think I'm going to be well into the 70s. I just Need to find a place to do that. Yeah, which is pretty crazy for a hobbit. There's not a lot of hobbits doing that because of the fucking the gearing internally in the rear. Um, the gearing is like people always say they run race gears. My bike doesn't pull race gears at all. It, at the RPMs that I spin, like if I had race gears in, the bike would be capable of over eighty, and it can't turn that. But like I, I only run stock gearing. Yeah, let's say like uh, the Vespas run like tons of different gear ratios so like i swapped uh transmissions you know and i don't know what the ratios are on any of them but i went from like a grande transmission to a chow transmission it's totally different i saw recently they dropped some conversion kits so you can convert your single speed into a variator bike and the single speeds i think have straight cut gears which is kind of dope but i'm worried like the gear ratios for single speeds are kind of wide so like it you know be kind of cool like if Sure. If you know, like the Hondas also have like multiple, like a US gear ratio, or has anybody ever looked into that? No, it's all the same. It's all the same. I think the, I don't know. I feel like that the Camino, not the Camino. I think 
Not the Camino, but I think the clone final drives are different on the inside. Because my stock gears that I was, I mean, even both sets, I mean, when I put the Chow ones, they're a little bit taller, but still, it was, wasn't like I was slouching. Like, the bike was up there moving, you know? Mm. Like, I can't imagine doing 70 miles per hour on my rickety-ass fucking <laughs> piece together, drum brake, uh, pook front wheel, Vespa rear wheel, poorly welded shit box, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like the more you do, the more you got to like reinforce, like, like Ryan was saying with his bike, like, you know, there's, there gets to be a point where you're just going to break stuff all the time. You have to step up the rest of the bike. Yeah, next upgrade, chicks or forks. <laughs> <laughs> just get some. <laughs> like, That's it goes funny. so fast. Dude, what's the current setup on your Hobbit right now? Because I know a lot of people fucking sweat your bike when you bring it out to rallies. Uh, so basically, it's just a, a heavily ported Melosi kit. Um, everything's been touched besides the transfers. I don't have a 90-degree Dremel yet. So that's the only thing I, I haven't been playing around with. And I didn't I didn't go for boost ports. I uh, was like I had the cylinder up next to a Pook Polini. And I was just looking at the exhaust port on the Polini. And I was looking at it. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? The, like, the width, I forgot what it was. But I went eight. Uh, 60, I went 8 mil on either side, so a total of 16 millimeters wider on the exhaust port. God damn. That's uh, pretty fucking wide. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, wide. I, I did the, the calculations on some, some calculators, so who knows how accurate it is. It's probably like, I shot for like low 190 exhaust duration. I did my calculations but, um, on a the, speaking spell, <laughs> and it said, fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the transfers uh, going, uh, basically they have like a weird lip on them from like where the case goes up into the the Melosi uh, kit. So I got rid of that lip and then port matched the case so that uh, it matched that. And then um, it's basically as big of in uh, piston window I could I could make. I probably have a quarter inch of material on the, the where my piston skirt meets the window. And uh, I also matched my center trend. Um, everyone says I should run V Force, but I can't bring myself. I spent a ton of money on a bike, but like uh, I, I just got uh, $20 KX65 reeds with $40 um, poising dual stage carbon reeds. I like the dual stage. And That's what I, I run I, on my Polini. Those I, things are dope. Yep. I, I have no issues. It has great throttle response. Yeah, they're tough, like they're it. idle good, you know, they're nice. I like the dual stage. It's definitely worth the, the like on treats, they're like, to upgrade the Polini or like the Tomos reblock, it's like 15 bucks, you know, it's so cheap, it's, you know, it's a hell of an upgrade for that. For sure. But yeah, the exhaust port is uh, 28 millimeters at the header and is matched to um, all the crank pipes are 28 millimeters up into this point but I'm going to have an option out for 25 millimeter headers. So it matches up to stock DR kits better. It's like it. I basically started making pipes like how I would want them. And not, not everyone is trying to go to that level. So I'm yeah. bringing it down a little bit, but yeah, either no, way, it'll still, it'll still, it'll still perform very well. I know there's that Jason's but, Hobbit pipe he's got on his, like and the pooks aren't so bad as far as the length of a bit on his Hobbit, the stinger on it is pretty long. I think he said yep. he's got new um, stinger so, options, uh, too. Oh, yeah? Because it'd be a little yep. easier to fit the back of the yeah. truck if the stinger was a smidge shorter on Jason's bike. For sure. It, 
it will change. Um, I mean, negligibly at a couple hundred RPM, but it will change the way the bike, like the bike performs and the, where the power band exactly is. But I, I will make the, the silencer shorter. Basically, um, I think a good length is a, like the singer would be about five inches for like the silencer coming off the, the chamber. I actually so think that's it a good length the, too. Within the rear wheel. Oh, yeah. Yep. Can you make the stinger shaped like a banana? Just kind of like sloped up, you know, like sort of a curved stinger? Um, I, I haven't played around with anything like that, but probably not. Straight is probably best. Oh, it doesn't change the length, you know? If you could just, like, angle just the stinger up, you know? Or down, or whatever. For sure. Could you have adjustable girth? Um, for like, you have adjustable girth on your pipes? What's wrong with them? I'm sorry. <laughs> Dumb. Adjustable girth. <laughs> he doesn't think y'all funny. Uh, that shit is funny. I don't care what the fuck. I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's been a long Finally, Jason got one. <laughs> that, that was stupid. I'm sorry. Wait, was he being serious? That was, no, it wasn't any serious, but it was just real dumb. <laughs> it's funny though. Oh my! Uh, this pipe's got some blood flow. Yeah, but yeah. um to anyone who wants to order a pipe, if they want any like weird specific things, just ask me about it, and I'll let you know if I can do it. Yeah. Um, basically. Oh, dude, I have a do. I do have a fucking quick. We question, need the bacon man. cooking pipe, so we can cook the bacon when <laughs> we're riding. I saw the road. that someone had that. They, yeah. they made a grill attachment to their pipe. It's just like a little like wire, you know, with a little like grease catch, and like it had a little lid that came down. You could like lock it in place. So you can cook bacon or something on the side of your pipe while you're riding. I was thinking like hot dogs, be kind of sick. Yeah. Uh, so the the casserole that I forgot to say. Uh, also, Tyler Augustine uh, and Jay Kane are the the ones who are showing me how to weld and helping me out. Um, but yeah, Tyler and Jake had uh, stainless steel hot dog holders clamped to their headers nice. with uh, little thermometers in there so you could see how hot it was. <laughs> they were fucking rad. Uh, <laughs> and it was, and it was for just the tip. So it was like a hundred miles of cooking their hot dog. Mm. You know, <laughs> Ride smelled good as shit. <laughs> I like when you think about it, if you could keep it clean enough so like the two stroke smoke doesn't coat your hot dog, you Wrap know, it in aluminum foil, dude. Yeah, but if you like, you know, you had like a, you know, like an old lunchbox toolbox thing, you're like, you go in your dad's garage as a kid mm-hmm. and it's got the little steel toolbox that closes, you know, if you could just like weld one of those on the pipes to keep it nice and mm-hmm. tidy in there. That'd be funny, a lunchbox attachment. That would be kind of sick. <laughs> Dude, um, when we were in uh, Tampa. Why are we so hungry all the time? Why are we thinking about trying to cook while we're riding mopeds? <laughs> I don't know, man. A couple That's of hungry ass motherfuckers. <laughs> Uh, I remember, like, while we were in Tampa, like, we were, uh, we were all ripping on on that one, like, back street by the bay or some shit. But definitely got to be a moment where, like, everyone's fucking getting on it. And, like, you, and I can't remember his first name, the dude with uh, Life on Wheels that had the fucking RV with the hobbits in it. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, 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 Nick. The like, one that uh, was uh, wafting his toilet smell. <laughs> like, all over the parking lot. Like, you guys got into, like, one stretch where like I was trying to keep up man and I was just like left in like no man's man like no man's land limbo like faster than everybody else but 
because Thomas wasn't around, but slower, <laughs> than, but slower than you guys. And you were like both just like gone in the distance, man. Like who took it? You or him? Oh, I was, I was way out front, but, uh, I, I still, my bike, I was still like playing with weights at that time. And I was getting pulled out at six. Excuses. I had my phone out on my bar mount. So I was, I basically couldn't go faster than 65 just cause I, I need a little bit lighter weight than a little bit more RPM. I probably could go. I'm for, I'm for sure I'll break 70. My shit was vibrating <laughs> yeah, I, so I can't bad. wait to get that. Well, Sorry, I interrupted. Yeah, Finish. but I can't wait to get that. Sorry. Finish that last little <laughs> There's bit. There's a delay. Sorry. You're good. <laughs> You're good. All right, so, um, but yeah, once, once it's tuned in, I'm, I'm for sure I'll be in the 70s. I can't wait for that screenshot. That'll be a great screenshot. <laughs> That's just oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> 70 on a bike that still crushes hills. Not I'm gonna like shoot a geared out pook. I'm going to try and shoot for that. I, I think I, you could hit it. I think I can hit it. I think you could hit it. I think Jake's Tomos could hit it. I think a lot of bikes. Not a lot, but like. There's some out there. I'm talking about bikes that still have good low end and can hit that speed. That's where it's really at, dude. It's oh. like there's plenty of bikes you can just gear it out to fucking hit, you know, high RPM. But I think my worry is like speed level. once you get going that fast, like it takes a while to get up there, like. You got to have your shit pretty rich on the low end to not be blowing yourself up on the top end, you know, because, you know, like once you get into 45 or 50, like the rest of that RPM range to get up to your top speed is really pushing the envelope and beating the shit out of your kit. Well, then it's like, do we start talking about fucking carbs with boost jets? I don't know what that is. Like the, the, the power jet. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like a power jet carb. Like, yeah. Like you got your main jet, your needle, your idle, all that stuff. And there's another circuit for like the top top, hmm. with the with its own jet. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know about yeah, that. I've seen people run those carbs. I've got some PWKs uh, I think at the house. Yeah, I've never never ran one. Our raffle bike uh, is going to have one, so I'm going to have to figure out how to tune it. Yeah, I think I have at least one but, on like, uh, the scrap yeah. pile, but I didn't know what it was. I just it's like some carb I got randomly from somewhere, and I never even looked at it because it's like a 26 millimeter, you know, like a gigantic carburetor. It's like can't put this on anything, you know. Not, you know, not that I, I don't really have anything to put it on. I don't know what it is. Don't anything about it. So sure, I just didn't man. fuck with it. Dude, Cream City Cranks Rally, dude, May 29th through thirty first, dude. Don't miss it. Yep, I can't can't wait. We're uh, we're giving away uh, we're giving away a race bike. I'm I'm recreating my bike, but with proper geometry and uh, dual discs up front, H two O kit. We got Ooh. a bunch of parts from Dose and Trees. Like they really, really plugged us this year. Like thanks <sighs> to Dose and Treats. Like that sounds fucked up. Really, like they they did so well this year. Uh, we got we hit up so many companies this year. We got Polini sponsoring us. We got big banners coming. We got a bar sponsoring us for the whole weekend. That's going to be the rally headquarters. We're going to try to get the parking lot behind it for parking. Yeah, I want to get Melosi. We're going to have the road. You ever follow those guys? Have you had any luck getting in touch with the Melosi or Melosi? I don't think we've heard back from them yet, but yeah, we, I mean, who knows if they can like understand the emails that we're sending them, <laughs> but I'm sure they got people that speak English, but, um, Google translate either way. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. But yeah, I, I can't, can't thank everyone enough for donating what they have. And it's going to be, it's going to be sick. And we're not going to change the dates a bunch of times. everyone <laughs> off. <laughs> are you working with any of those vendors as far as like getting a few pipes on their site for retail? Um, 
So, I mean, we've talked, but I mean, basically I want to keep the price point where it is. When I want to make money, I'm going to make like four stroke pipes for like flat track bikes, you know, that's where I'm going to get my money. And I just don't think it's worth putting a $400 exhaust pipe on a $50 bike, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, like Treats has to make their money, but what if they buy it, you know, from you and it's, let's just say somebody wants it now, they can just order it and have it in four days, you know? And if well, you're stacked up, you can get a couple. He's still the only one making them, so. Yeah, True. It's already having trouble keeping up with demand, yeah. and the man's there. It's like he's already, yep. you know, he's making he's making the like it's what how far how how far booked are are you at right now? You say maybe a month. A- a- after this weekend, um, yeah, definitely over. I, I just got four orders this weekend, so I'm probably up to twenty or more. Yeah, so it's like there's kind of no need right now. He's but, he's still the plug, and it's hmm. direct from the man. You know. Yep. Yeah. True. I mean, it's better that way, yep. really. Because Dude. otherwise, you've, I mean, got I have, to, I've been, you've got to hire people then, like to just crank pipes out well, all that, day long. But then you fall into like MLM territory. Yeah, then, and you got a bunch of fucking Amish. Well, then that costs <laughs> that costs money to hire people. <laughs> got the Amish fleet welding your shit and together, then, and then they got to do a good job. That's yeah. the biggest thing. Is they got to yeah, make quality it. control. <laughs> it becomes a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dude, then you need someone of, for that. And- Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of flat track, dude, you want to talk about that uh, Red Bull flat track thing you guys did? That was that was super cool. Yeah, that was insane. They they advertised it. It's the uh, Milwaukee's Flat Out Friday, sponsored by Harley, and uh, they advertised it as a Dr Pepper soaked syrup track. <laughs> and by the time we went out there, it was a fucking garage floor, and it was like ice skating. It, it was insane. I, you can hear me get on the throttle like three times each coming out of each corner because it just won't hook. Like the rear tire keeps like wiggling and spinning. It's just like it hard so crazy. like like oily mud. Yeah, it was. I uh, know it was like a glossy garage floor. Damn. <laughs> and we we're trying to whip around it, and like there was like a um, a rubber mark, and like if you if you uh, came out of that line, like you're just game over, sliding all over the place. Ice but Nick had his magnum geared to do 25 miles an hour. So he was just <laughs> in the pipe the whole time. Just fucking getting it. Come, coming in on the inside, pushing me wide. was like tangling bars. Like the way they filmed that was so good. They it did was such good, a dude. good you job. Guys, you guys are coming after it. How can someone find it? What's the like link uh, for or the search for YouTube? Uh, you just searched uh, 2018 Harley Davidson Flat Out Friday, maybe Milwaukee. We're we're just around two hours in, maybe two hours and five minutes. Yeah, flat there's, out there's Friday. There's mini bikes yeah, right there's... before us. Yeah, dude, that thing looks sick, dude. Yeah, check check that out, that out, guys. If you guys have time on YouTube, it's it's, it's awesome. Just like yeah. a fleet of mopeds come out of this fucking tunnel, and you're like, dude, what is this? The announcers don't even know how to pronounce fucking pook. It's fucking priceless, dude. <laughs> 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 dude it was so good it's like these fucking knobs don't know what's going on i so actually what- watched this thing too didn't i <laughs> yeah how many how many of the uh how many people went up to do that was it all was it all cream city um so a couple people came a couple cranks came down from uh eau claire and minneapolis and a couple people from the cast rollers came out um, and then it was just like locals and Andy from Moto Scoot. It was a Moto Scoot sponsored event. It's a local uh, scooter shop in town, moped shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, he's a, a professional motorcycle racer, and so is uh, his mechanic. And they were out there on their bikes, 
and Nick and I fucking crushed it. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, no, they, they run bikes with like stock intakes and like PHBGs hose clamped to them, you know, like, and they're just mm-hmm. like looking at us and like, both of us, both of our bikes had four power reed blocks and big carbs oh, and big pipes out. and like, they weren't ready. <laughs> they weren't ready. Yeah. They don't no. want none of this. Yeah, like, uh, that was the hilarious thing though, is because there was rules to it. It was supposed to be a stock moped, but then like no one was really interested. <laughs> and then they're like, "All right, you you can have you can have whatever modifications you want. Just like come ride." Yeah. And then a bunch of people fucking spots filled up immediately, and uh, fucking, it was such a good time. That's but yeah, sick. Nick and I worked second shift at that point. So we just got done working a 10 hour shift at 2 a.m. Tried to get a little bit of sleep and we had to be down there at 9 a.m. for registration mm. and then sit around for a couple hours and do like practice and stuff. And it was insane. Such a good time though. Yeah. Our homie, uh, Wes from the hot and ready's lives up here he lives, or close to us. He lives in DC and, uh, he's got a, he's got a flat track Holly bike that he, that he races. And, uh, he's got like a paid racer who like races for him and, I don't know. I think that'd be super fun to like maybe get with him and try to get something like that for us down here, or even like uh, he used to do the so Richmond Coliseum where they where they've got like the miniature like cars. Mm-hmm. You know, they look like go karts, but mm-hmm. they're kind of fast as shit. They look like miniature NASCARs. And they did that at Richmond Coliseum forever, and then they sort of get out of it. And I think a lot of those went out to the like the real raceway. They set up like like you know G Force carts went out mm-hmm. there, so they do that shit out there. So you could probably get up with G Force carts and mm-hmm. sort of get something going with them easier than you know than i mean it's sick to else, get in like know? like on a if there was like a series just coming through just like yo nationally like, get a, like a whole like, community like yo you tell us all the dates and where they're at and we'll find you guys people to race them that'd be sick like someone needs to go yeah not we'll, me we'll I'm put some angels out, out, out in the field and just let them fucking bar to bar each other but we'll get some clowns to race mopeds for you guys any city you want let's go <laughs> moped army's coming out we'll profit off it yeah, I've I've <laughs> i wanted to go to Moped GP for years, but my bike does not handle well. It's good for going fast. It's good for being comfortable, but like it has it's a stock geometry Hobbit, so it's it's wild. It's out of control. Trying to wheelie um, on you all the time. For me, <laughs> when, even when you don't want it to. So, <laughs> um, but I will build a bike that can actually handle power. Um, I'll be talking and planning with Jake and figuring out how to weld up the chromoly properly, but I'll be doing that three quarter inch, um, chromoly tube frame with like cantilever suspension and like air Fox shocks from a mountain bike and super, super lightweight. Yeah. His shock basically like really Joe shoot him up. He killed it um, on the shock. Basically. <coughs> yeah. It's like, I'm watching some I of the Harley. They're rocking like BSAs and all kinds of shit out there. Yeah, they had a bunch of different classes in the thing. It was great. Yeah, like a dirt bike class. There was a classic class. There was yeah. a pit bike class. There was mopeds. There was Harleys. I'm trolling through the video. I'm trying to like catch a glimpse of it to see where it's at. Oh, this is the pit bike class right here. Yeah. Honda Groms, left and right. <laughs> you know you made it big in the motorcycle world when you got a Grom. <laughs> dude, those guys are fucking killing each other. They're not fucking around, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that whole video. Yeah, guys, check it out. Yeah, it's a good watch. Yeah, the the, the Grom and Ruckus scene in Milwaukee is insane. 
on Saturday nights, they get like hundred plus riders every every fucking Saturday in the summer. It is insane. Oh, that's awesome. You guys ride out with that? Like we, um, they're not really our crowd. They're more about like uh, figuring out what pieces of carbon fiber panels they can buy or what h- wiring harnesses they can use for their fuel injected GY six. I don't know. Um, we've rode with them a couple times. Yeah, it's definitely but, a different uh, crowd. We've got some honograms here. And they get together and ground squatted out, but most of them are pretty, pretty chill. Yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah, it's, but it's not like a huge crowd. I mean, like you see some places, like you said, it's a hundred fucking rando dads on groms showing up, and like it's kind of a shit show. But like around here, good. it's like the guys work their ass off. And they finally got their grom, and you know they actually get out there and ride them because that's their their whip. You know, and it's cool too. We got to see kind of like oh, the yeah. progression of our of our like, like the grum guys that are like wheeling around town here, like. Like I met a couple of them just like riding dirt bikes in the woods a couple of years ago, and then I got to see the progression of them like you know practicing wheeling on pit bikes, just stepping up to like groms, to really killing it on groms, to like doing the same thing on like four wheelers and dirt bikes and stuff now. So I think like as far as wheelies go, like that's an easy progression to learn through without having a fear doing it on like a, a big bike. I've been uh, getting uh, Alex and some other people last night to hit this guy up. I'm trying to buy the Suzuki. DRZ 110, which is like the same as the KLX motor. And so the guy wants 800 bucks, but I really only want to pay 600 for it. So I was like, yo, hit this guy up and ask him if it does wheelies. <laughs> I forgot offer about him that. $400. <laughs> and then I got uh, the other Alex to, to hit him up and offer him like 350 like try to like really lowball him and like just ask him a bunch of stupid questions. So he gets sick and tired of asking dumb questions and accept my $600 offer. <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan because those things like if you're looking for like a pit bike you can customize a little drc 110 it's klx motor you can put you know i was i was so close to buying this Polini x3 today that thing was complete too it man. was complete all i needed was clutches it had all just, the stickers it just had a top and rebuild uh 150 bucks i know that's fucking insane man insane. that's like a three thousand dollar yeah, mini, insane, mini insane, bike insane. but i was just like no, I need to be responsible. <laughs> Fuck being responsible, dude. It's mopeds. I should have bought that he shit. He was like, it needs a clutch real bad. I'm like, so what? It's a KTM clutch. Just pop it in there. Same yeah. thing. Um, speaking of stupid <laughs> questions, I'm going to jump into something we got for you earlier. No. On the oh, internet. Lord. <laughs> um, How'd you come up with the name Crank Pipes? Because so you're cranking out pipes. <laughs> so our, our homie Sadwolf tattooing was, um, how, often, how often do you crank that soldier boy? <laughs> well, Mondays I crank that you, and Tuesdays I crank that you. Oh my god! And I think by Saturday, you don't have to I'm respond all... to this question. By the way, I think by Saturday I'm all the way to oh they do it. All right, I'm getting a beer. I'm not sticking around for this. I'll be back. Oh they do it. Don't have to respond. By the way, <laughs> but, uh, thanks for my legions. That uh, when are you gonna get uh, a DT fifty pipe? Um, I mean that's a that's a very good question. Uh, motorcycle pipes, I've been uh, kind of struggling on. Like they're fucking me on shipping, and like there's there's like with the NS pipe, it's a bunch of extra pieces. Like NS pipes are uh, two hundred and fifty plus shipping, and. Uh, uh, MB5 pipes are just too push shipping, but like the, I don't know. I, I don't understand why it's so much for the same weight just because the box is bigger. Yeah. But that's the way it's been going. But Alex, Alex Grow has a DT50. I could 
I could probably use to mock up. Yeah. But that's my goal is to stop using bikes and make all my fixtures and jigs. I'm doing that for intakes right now just as practice, but I can't can't wait for that. That'll improve the process even more and make it even uh, even faster. Oh yeah. Um our buddy uh, Conan or you know Manic Mopeds for those on Instagram uh he wanted to know like whose Hobbit wins between Biggies and Ryan's, and I'm just going to answer that one because uh, my Hobbit might seem fast at times, but Ryan's bike shits like all over mine. So yeah, your bike seems fast yeah. at times until I pass you. Yeah, my my bike seems fast at times when I weighed like 50 pounds less. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now that shit's You're a little less aerodynamic than you were before. You can lose that baby. <laughs> Yo, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> No, the next time we're riding together, let's. The next time we're riding together, let's switch off. Let's see what happens. Yeah, you'll probably. I'll probably win that way. Then, like your bike, your bike's got it. Your bike's got my shit beat. Like I'm about to fucking take my shit apart right now, dude. I'm over it. Let's do it. I'm about to pour. Why do you think I was asking all these questions? Yo, what you do, to your bike, son? What you do, to your bike, son? <laughs> I think your problem is you didn't let your 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 cases soak in the sun enough. Yeah, catch some of those fucking rays of God, dude. God rays. I'm about to fucking pour that bitch out, dude. See what happens. It's ancient Chinese secret right there. Balls the wall, dude, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you're not next to blowing up, then, you know, you're not doing it right. Oh, I had a question for, sure. for myself, dude. Yeah. Have you ever ran the uh, the Metricate for Hobbits? I have one. No. Yeah, neither, neither have I. Uh, no, I haven't. I've, really I've got one that I can't sell, and I have a <laughs> Hobbit that I kind of want to build just to put that kid on it and see what happens. Yeah, I want to see what they do. I've never that rabbit one. hole I don't need to get into. I'll buy the kid off you. Give it to me. Done. Yeah, I made a sale. There you go. I got a, I got a new Hobbit coming in the mail. I got one today for a hundred bucks. Uh, thanks to Aaron from the Cranks. I meant yeah, Aaron Fowler. Fowler. Yeah. Pick me up a all red Hobbit. I'll sell you this red Hobbit for a hundred bucks. Chrome logo, hundred dollars. <laughs> Too many bikes, man. <laughs> yep, you're telling me. I'm Actually, probably over twenty now. Yeah, twenty is not bad. That's still manageable. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just bought a. I just bought another one. So. <laughs> uh, this car that I bought came with a, a mini Motron with ten inch mags and a mm, Kickstarter one. I like those. Those are nice. But pretty pretty much made the deal for me. It's so cool to be down here in New Orleans <laughs> and be on my own bike, running around, dodging like, trolleys, gotta get people. Fixed. New yeah. Orleans is a great spot, yeah. man. Like I love it down there. And like small, small, yep. doggies. Cool. Well, Walking now in. it's probably like really the time to go too. The weather's awesome. Yeah, weather's Gras. nice. It's Mardi Gras. Yeah, yeah. Last dude. Uh, <clears throat> our homie Mike uh, from the Hot and Ready's. Also, modest merch. If you need to get some shirts done out there in Chicago, um, why is he so cute? A bunch of silly questions. We get a lot of silly questions sometimes. I think I'm gonna stop reading them all. <laughs> Uh, Dewey Martin wanted to know why the pipe's so long, and I would say you can answer that. I'm sure it's performance-wise. Um, uh, yeah, so basically the the stringer has a tuned length, like the whole pipe has a specific length that it needs to be for the target RPM range. Uh, lengthening it, making it longer or shorter will change it. Not gr- that much, but it will change it. But, uh, the Also, the the longer the silencer is, 
the, the high of the velocity that the exhaust gases are going to be coming out just because of the way fluids flow through, uh, through uh, a tube uh, with like all the uh, air holes and all the, like the holes in the, the stinger tube, the, the air, or the air doesn't like roll over itself. Like on the side of the tube, it has like places for it to like roll into. So it has a lot higher velocity with a longer, um, with a longer stinger. Like I said, if you, if you want me to do something, yeah, okay. having a longer one, believe it or not, and it's like having <laughs> it's a suppressor. All about, uh, the way fluid. Yeah, I've got a suppressor that's yeah, not that about... quiet either, in it because it's a short little suppressor, and the what? gases build up in that shit, and the way that rolls over like the cones in the suppressor makes it, you know, like they say the the better the exact same process, the better the air flows over those cones to like absorb a lot of that air and, and to get the velocity going, the exit of the bullet through the suppressor, you get more accurate shot and it's quieter and it's just a better way of doing things. It stays cleaner. What's your typical yep. uh, target RPM range? 5,000, bro. 5, uh, so the, re- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the regular crank pipe um, between six and 10, um, is, is like the range, but like it hits at like nine is like peak. But uh, this is all just using uh, tachometers that are not wired into the, the system, just like trail tech or do, uh, dose tech. Um, I've been struggling and struggling to get a uh, tack wired into my bike, wired into the ignition system so I know it's accurate, but I can't eliminate this AC noise coming through my charging system and it keeps. Um, Keeps making it act all weird. Yeah, I remember but I was talking about that. Also, I, I, I just bought a new uh, wire attachment. I just bought a new uh, timing light, and it's uh, sort of it's supposed to kill that noise, and it works pretty good. So it's got a tachometer on the timing light. So I wonder if, like, you look into some of the hmm. timing light technology, if you can get the pickups for that, where it just instead of like wrapping a coil around your spark plug wire to read the to read it, it actually has the like uh, condenser clip over style. So, like, just for testing and tuning, and it's not something you would leave on there permanently, but if, like, for you sure. test your bike and Absolutely. be able to gauge it, you might be able to pick up, like, a, you know, like a battery-powered one of those and sort of read actual RPMs off of that. For sure. But uh, uh, this uh, that local shop, uh, Motoscoot, uh, said uh, they'd give me a centrifugal dyno. It's just like a small one, only get up to 30 horsepower, but that would be absolutely perfect for me. Yeah, that was my next bet. Um, so I was saying, uh, I watched that, uh, what's the one dude, uh, two-stroke stuffing on YouTube? Mm-hmm. And that guy has, uh, <laughs> that dude's insane. He's wild, but he also has a, a couple of videos about just how to build a homemade dyno that he uses for his, like, tuning and yep. stuff. Yeah, he'll, he'll send, he still will send you out the adrenos for that. And he'll he'll help any he'll answer any questions you have. He is the nicest guy. I've yeah, talked to him before. I really wanted to go meet him. I really wanted to go meet him when he was here at Bonneville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, uh, he's trying to break uh, the land. Yeah, he's trying to break break the land speed record with his own home or with his home cast cylinder. Mm-hmm. I just I, I just like the stuff he's doing and like the, he's like making the tech so crazy. So like he has a, a retained a retained uh, piston ring. Yeah. So it's a piston ring that can on, only um, expand in, uh, enough to seal, but it won't catch on his. He has an exhaust port that's a hundred percent of bore, uh-huh. so it's half the cylinder wall is gone. Yeah. And that's his exhaust port. That's great. <laughs> so that's you can't like you can't have a ring that will catch. 
is a two-part custom <laughs> piston. The top dome screws yep, on. So, dome screws onto the body. Yeah, so the yeah. thing in between. Crazy. That's fucked. Yeah. Also, with a fifty percent of or hundred percent of bore exhaust uh, things, um, if you had a regular piston in, it would short circuit through the the wrist pin hole. So you have to have a piston with no wrist pin hole. That's like the the leaps and bounds he's gone through to to get this to work. So is it like a uh, connecting rod insane. for an engine where you where you bolt the piston down, the first half of it down like a connecting rod for a motor, and then screw the top of the piston on? Is that why it has no hole for the uh, connecting rod? Like the dome? Yeah, the piston yeah. motor just just screws on, yeah. Yeah, to but the, you, the, the top of the connecting rod. Yeah, so you know how like a crankshaft or a car is. Like you've got the, the connecting rod comes down and it's like, you know, if you took your hand in, in the shape of a C and then you have the other part that would bolt onto it, you know, around the... the uh, for sure. Yeah, that's fucking gnarly. That's like boat technology. Because they ever fuck with the like, yep. two-stroke... In, uh, yeah. Uh, boat motor, they're they're built like that. You can pull them all apart just like that. No, I, no, I haven't. Yeah, that's cool shit. That's a good that's, idea. I never thought about that. It's crazy. <laughs> How they, did he have to make? Yeah, the, so did he have to make he, that? He got it from someone else. There's a guy who makes pistons, and that's where he got the pistons from. Yeah, that's gnarly. Like somebody that's I've never heard of somebody doing it in the moped. That's pretty awesome. I have to look that up. Yeah, I'll show you his videos. And uh, yeah, so yeah. much custom tech, dude. Yeah, I, I love watching his videos. He's hilarious. But yeah, he, he's uh, tuned his bike to run on nitro math and made like 20 horsepower with it. With uh, And like it, like his videos are so, so hilarious. Fucking love that guy. <laughs> Pour a little whiskey out. Turn on the space heater, Jet. Yeah. <laughs> you got to heat the cylinder up first to run on that shit, probably. Dude. That's what uh, yeah, I mean, a you... lot of his. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah a lot of his earlier videos like that's where i learned a lot of my tuning knowledge like uh, he has so many earlier informational stuff and then like all of his later videos is just him like trying to make the most powerful 50 cc cylinder ever made with like having uh like his uh his intake transfers are 360 degrees like everything's like overlapping and like crazy looking and he's basically copied the transfer design off the Aprilia RS50. That's so like the top of the line transfer, top of the line transfer design. And like he's, but also on top of that, uh, he's also doing, he's trying, uh, uh, I can't even explain what he's doing. He's, uh, he's having a, basically a dual intake. So he's going to have a reed valve and a regular carb, um, for like the majority of it. And then when he's at an, an RPM high enough to not need a reed valve anymore, he'll just open up this flap and he'll have a straight through intake into the crankcase. Like it is. So the timing I is, can't even wrap my head. Yeah, so the piston is moving so fast. It acts like it's own reed valve probably at that point. Like you don't need to shut the uh, circuit off. It's almost like uh, trying, trying to wrap my head around it. Yeah, yep. it's definitely like next he, level shit that I yep. would never want to get that involved in so far beyond like what I'm what um, most that, that's doing. the next thing that's the next thing I plan to do though how he achieves so many RPMs with a regular moped is by balancing the crank yeah and and having the port timing uh, adequate enough for the RPMs that you want 
I've got whole videos on I, that's my next thing. crank balancing too. So if you guys want to know how to just DIY balance a crank by yourself, check out a two stroke stuffing. He's got and a video all, on it. All the uh, like if you're into like HPI, uh, like trophy truck, miniature gas powered trucks, all those are basically methanol or whatever it is, two stroke methanol fuel powered. And those things like just achieve insane gnarly RPMs. So that, you know, talking about those tiny little yep. remote control guys that mm-hmm. just fucking do like 90 miles an hour. They're two-stroke, but they're run off of alcohol, yeah. two-stroke, basically. So I'm sure there's some yeah, secret, secret porting technology in there, too. For sure. But yeah, Nick uh, from the Cranks uh, has a 50cc two-stroke uh, RC car that is fucking nasty. <laughs> I think it was like 50 and rips up the grass because it's a fifth scale, so it's massive. <laughs> but Yeah, my brother had one, and you I could think- like take it against... Uh, Anything you're riding along, and if you hit the gas like hard enough, and it's going like medium speed, it'll just like loop itself over, and it was four wheel drive, so it would just like do a flip if you hit the gas like full throttle real quick. It was the big, the big block. That thing was gnarly. It was so fast. It was crazy. I didn't want to drive it because I don't want to pay for wrecking it. Yeah, all those control arms broken every yeah, time. Exactly. Or blow something up. The motor blows up while I'm driving it, and there goes like three hundred bucks in a little tiny. Yeah. It, you know, it'd be a little engine. Dude, um, I mean, uh, Tommy from the Buzzards asked, uh, how much money have you invested in vape juice? Um, well, none. Like, I, I make it, so um, it pays for itself, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's not an investment. That's a win. That's a profit. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, it's profit. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like a vape lord, dude. But, uh, <laughs> vape wizard but no i actually uh i actually don't i don't vape anymore yeah i heard you guys are off the vape uh, mm. yeah which is crazy nick, I've nick heard isn't but yeah but I have like i noticed you got like we always just called you guys the vape twins because you just show up at every rally just like pulling out rigs and fucking vaping out clouds the whole rally yep what was the turning point but, you know uh I like I was at a rally and then like a bunch of shit went down and there's always police and dogs and I smoked like a whole pack of cigarettes and I haven't smoked since. Mm. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I just like, got scared out of me. I don't know. Yeah, it's not worth it in the it's end. It's just the yeah. It's it's just I don't know. It's just time and money and energy I could be making pipes with, you know. True. So. Well, I mean, the pipes are going good, man. You've been killing the game. Everyone's... Helping other people make clouds now yeah. with their pipes. <laughs> Everyone's sweating them. <laughs> yeah. People want them for sure. Dude, how's the uh, how's the crank yep. scene going right now? How's how's your club? Um, very uh, very good. Um, considering uh, considering like uh, the past few years of us trying to figure out spots and getting kicked out and everyone like losing interest or moving away or. We've had like a couple people hanging out for a couple of years, but they all got, they're all going to school or like got stuff going on. They're not trying to like, I don't know, they're busy, you know, but we got a couple, couple new guys coming out. One, I, I'm going to have to be a prospect in the spring, but he's yeah. like coming out on Saturday or Sundays and coming out on his day off on Thursday to like rebuild the ZA. And I'm it's just uh, it's really, out. I want the world to uh, know. It's it's refreshing uh, having someone that, that wants to ride like out. But no, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, the, the cranks are good. I mean, we've got Jimmy, Nick, uh, Brandon, Juke, and myself in Milwaukee. But, I mean, the, we got people in Eau Claire, Minneapolis, California, where I am right now at uh, Dez's, uh, in New Orleans, and Alex is down here. We have Daryl in Atlanta. So, like, we're we're everywhere, but very split up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like that style, though. Black black dude. Fucking get everywhere, man. Spread it out. We're getting there. We got one, we got one person Everyone. somewhere, maybe. Oh, we got one person in Maryland now. I think we're good. Mm. Any plans yeah, for uh, this? Been... Any more plans for this summer coming up? You got any rallies you're planning to hit? Um, well, basically, we're <laughs> we're gonna try to not hit anything. Maybe Atlanta if uh, if everything's done. But this raffle bike is uh, is taking a lot of time and energy and getting it just right. Like it's a uh, it's a big build. Like trying to trying to recreate my bike to give away is is going to be insane. Well, I'm I'm doing my own uh, reinforcement plates for the stock subframe. So we're using a stock subframe, yeah, but it will have custom reinforced plate reinforcement plates that say Cream City Cranks. Oh yeah, and it'll have it'll have a bunch of a bunch of my welds on it, and yeah, have kinda, a crazy pipe that's going to go. Yeah, I kind of did that on a Vespa one time, but it's like not a very good job, but it was well worth the effort. The reinforcement plates, like I mean, buying a new subframe sure. is great now, but the. But the just getting the reinforcement plates on there is going to make all the difference in the world. Make that shit last forever, and it'll look good too. If you get a, you know, a CC know I've cover. been, I've been disappointed with the aluminum subframes. My center stands keep wearing through them, so like really? I keep ending up not having. Uh, yeah, I keep not having. I don't know if it's just the vibration or I could like push in like a brass bushing or some bullshit. I don't know. Yeah. Dude, but any uh... either way. Be like the Vespas, just don't have a kickstand. You're just be a leaner. My shit's a, a constantly leaning yeah. on something now. That's the one thing that pissed me off about that thing. I'm like, fuck, man, I don't have a kickstand, a place for one. I gotta make something now. And then I've just been too lazy to fuck with it. Uh, and you have any leeway to talk about the uh, secret Hobbit tech coming down the line? Um, I mean, uh, there might be some of it on our raffle bike, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how much uh, I'm allowed to talk about it, but uh. It's coming, so uh, they'll be on treats as soon as, as, soon as possible. Um, the version 3 is coming out. I'm super excited about uh, the new new treats pulley. Um, there it is. Very now we know. Stuff. Version 3 Han Hobbit treats pulley. You heard her here first. <laughs> <laughs> With super but, clutch. Um, they, also, they also have uh, a, rein, er, um, a reinforcement thing that will uh, basically as a pulley support. So it has a bearing that rides uh, on the outside of the end of the pulley that supports it. So instead of this, the little output sh- or the little input shaft bearing that's sixty-two hundred one taking all the power. Now there's two bearings. So very exciting sense. stuff. Just like making it a little bit wider, so it's mm-hmm. not so stressed on one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You yep. boys, you boys be thinking, yep. man. Yeah. Hey, you that's, boys be thinking. That's pretty smart. <laughs> a little head in the game. Yeah. All right, man. But, uh, yeah, still. We did it, dude. Yep, what was that? <laughs> so we did it, man. We're, you know, we got a little info. Cranks out there, man. Uh, where can people reach you to uh, get information on getting a, a pike band? 
Uh, you can you can uh, follow me on Instagram at Crankpipes. It's pretty easy. I just ordered one. I ordered two. Ordered Jason's and ordered mine, and they fucking got here. Lickety split. Or or uh, or you can uh, call or text me at any time. Um, my phone number is on my MA. Um, otherwise, fuck it. Four one four three zero three zero five five nine. Bam! There it is. But, direct line, dude. Direct <laughs> line. to the internet. Yeah. Like he's not even scared. Text me dude. Hit the man up direct. Dick pics. And plus, he's cool. He's a nice guy, man. Ryan's sick, dude. He's 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 friendly and fucking kind. You know, makes a nice pipe. The pipe is very nice. Makes a nice uh, pipe. Works a fast bike. I ordered my new uh, pedal shaft so I can put my pipe on finally. So that's in the mail too. So I'm excited sweet. about that. Okay. Yeah, I haven't put mine on yet, but Doug, yeah. I, wrote, I wrote with Doug. Uh, you sent one to Richmond for Doug, and I ripped with him all day today, and his shit sounds so good and looks good. Like, on the, on the Pooks, it's perfect. Yeah. It's, like, perfect fit. On his, like, it's money. Like, cause I don't know what the difference is on, oh, yeah. I guess the Hobbit's just a little bit longer uh, header pipe, too, and the motor sits back a little bit further. Just wheelbase. For yeah, the, the wheelbase yeah. and everything, but on the Pook, it's so fucking perfect. I can't wait to put it on. Oh, and uh, like the the five inch silencer that Nick has, it's not that much louder. Like you would think it'd be way louder. Yeah, yeah. But it's losing three and a half inches, but it really wasn't that bad. And it's still ripped, man. It was fast bike. It was bike yep. was getting it for sure. It the three the three fastest bikes up front all had crank pipes on them. Hey, and no doubt. There really it is. Awesome. There it is. Word trying, on the street. Trying to be in the front with the big boys. Throw it down the gondola. You hear that motion lift? <laughs> you hear that fuego? <laughs> you guys hear that bit turbo? Huh? I don't know, man. Throw it down the gondola, bit turbo. Jersey's still killing it. <laughs> Dude, you but, got uh, any- So for as for... Sorry, what? There you go. Uh, but as for rallies, um, we're the year of the mini bike. So I've built up an Italjet Kit Kat with a 60 reed kit, and Nick got a folding bike. Same thing with the Marini single speed. And uh, we're going to rip mini bikes after our rally is over with. We'll take as many as possible, like normal. But we're going to be showing up in my Honda Civic with the mini bikes in the back. <laughs> Dude, it's I've got fucking awesome. I've got uh, the little Vespa version of that thing, man. The Pack Two, and it is a death trap to ride. Like, I've got to figure out how to make it more rideable. It's like yeah, it, I feel like, like I'm riding like a, a fucking unicycle when I get on that thing. Yeah, I, I just got a. Uh, when I was in Tampa, I uh, we unhooked the trailer and uh, Turbo and I continue driving to Fort Lauderdale to pick up these Deblossies, these weird little folding, like it's an 87 clone, but it's an Italian clone of an 87 and it's hard mounted and the pulley pivots around the rear wheel and is sprung. Like it is the weirdest little thing, but yeah, it needs like support for like the steering because it's folding and like it just jiggles around and you can't control (laughs) the thing going down the road. I think the secret is overinflate the tires as much as possible. So year get of the anything mini, you can out of it. Year of the mini bike is going to be more like year of the modding the mini bike to, like, <laughs> to be able to stand uh, riding it. Dude, it's awful. It's crazy. I, I mean, I only rode that thing like a couple of times around town, and it's you know being a small bike and mine's got those like fat tires on it, like the really wide guys. I think the trick is I need to like crazy inflate them so they're actually like round instead of like these. Because when you hit like a groove in the road, it like pulls you all over the place, mm-hmm. you know. 
and you're sitting on top of the steering for sure you know it's yeah, nuts. I see that <laughs> oh yeah man yeah oh. the the kick head is you good uh, yeah the kick head is the opposite of that uh you're like on the rear wheel so like your legs and feet are in front of you and you can't really stand up for a bump yeah so like all you can do is brake and brace <laughs> well i've got the collapsible seat which doesn't have like a good like latch on it anymore it used to have like a rubber pad or something that stopped it from collapsing you know when you rode it down the road but now so you like you have to sort of take some weight off your ass because if you don't it immediately just slams all the way down and you're like <laughs> chopper style on a mini bike like ape hangers <laughs> sitting down crazy low to the street with your knees up by your cheeks like just ripping all of 28 miles an yeah. hour hauling ass but like 28 miles per hour on that thing might as well be like 128 miles per hour like anything could happen at 28 miles yeah. per hour. All bets are off. Yeah. Um, you see a squirrel around so, the block, yeah, you the slow kick- down. <laughs> yeah. Um, like my my little Kit Kat probably does over 40. I haven't GPS it, but it feels like a million miles now. It feels so <laughs> fucking fast. It's crazy. I, I don't even think my bike does 28, but I, I'm uh, you know it's got it feels way faster than it, it than it needs to be. Yeah, the mini bike sounds sketchy, man. I yeah, know Tom, exactly. I know Tommy just got a new one who look that looks pretty cool. I love the mini bikes, yes. man. It I wanted my Corelli back looking. real bad. A little two speed kickstart. That thing actually rode good for a mini bike. Mm. Crazy. Fuck yeah. Well, sick, um, man. I really appreciate getting the chance to talk to you, man. And I'm stoked to have won that intake, which is rad. I'm going <laughs> to use it because I have a Gila kit. That I actually need an intake for because okay. I think I gave, I gave my intake to Noah. He needed one. Sweet. Oh, so, yeah. I got a TM24 for it already. Got the Gila. Now I just need to put it on something. There you go. Oh, um, yeah. So I know uh, you said we're going to go in and do this is our 70th episode. So, you know, we're pumped to make it to 70. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about this. And. Whoever's been sticking with us this long, you know that every 10 episodes we do a giveaway. And Ryan. Say you're giving it to me. For the cranks, uh, is going to yes. be giving, you said a pipe and an intake and so, yeah. a shirt. And it socks. Yep. Um, Underwear. Any, any crank pipe of your choice. <laughs> yeah, any crank pipe of your choice will be uh, the first place, and the second place will be an intake, and then third place will be a shirt. And I don't know how, if you guys thought about how uh, you wanted to do it. Um, First one to Richmond gets figuring it. Figuring that out. <laughs> <Road trip>! <laughs> <laughs> well, we normally, we normally do a code word from the episode. And they just email cool. it in to our email, which is mopedmondaypodcast at gmail.com. And then we put them on a spreadsheet. Sure. And we take all the numbers in order. And we do a live drawing on next week's episode. So I don't know. You, we, want, you come. Up, you want to come up with a code word? I. Mm, ooh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> titillating. What about Pepper? She stayed this whole episode. Oh my god! No. <laughs> what about Pepper? Heat? She stayed here the whole episode. I did stay the whole episode, and I did not act crazy. You hardly said a word. I know. We've been very good. <laughs> Except for that laugh. <laughs> if we had a video camera, yeah. though, it oh, would be yeah. hilarious. <laughs> what, what are you thinking, Ryan? Uh, no, yeah, I'll just make it simple. Let's uh, make the code word cranks. 
No, no, no. Let's do vape bros. He's off the juice, man. He's off the juice. All right, I'm down with that. Cranks, dude. Uh, So that's it. Set up. Uh, Email us, cranks, to mopinmoneypodcast at gmail.com to get entered in this week's raffle for episode 70. Uh, And Ryan from the Cranks will be donating a pipe of your choice, uh, custom intake, and a t-shirt. We're going to do three prizes for three winners. And Moped Money Podcast will also match um, a raffle prize pack for the second let's, let's, and third place. Yeah, I was going to say. Because like, place one is pretty bossy. Yeah, I was going to say, let's kick in for the worst loser, yeah. which yeah. is still a good win. So second, second and third, you're still going to get a, a prize pack from us. So. Some used jewel pods, a couple of empty <laughs> beer cans, some law firm koozies, a Polaroid of uh, Thomas's penis. Oh Lord! Yeah, we haven't said the penis or dick word all the time. We're doing good. It's been a couple episodes. Good job. Yeah, I actually do have some Polaroid pictures of my penis. This is before Tinder, you know. Like that's how you got to get it out there. The old snail mail. Just send it with a letter. Yeah. Nothing like hard. Nothing like hard copy. Put a little. Dudes. Yeah, nothing like the hard copy, man. Just put a little old spice on the envelope, and in the mailbox it goes. My old my old roommate used to have this uh, sugar mama. That was like a news anchor, like in some other state and he'd just like talk to her on the phone all the time and she'd pay his phone bill and stuff and uh she would send him hard copy nudes in the mail nice <laughs> i remember those <laughs> it makes it so much harder to get it on the internet it's like uh lady we can we can take pictures of these it's easy. <laughs> i don't want to yeah. send it over the phone i'd rather mail it to you yeah super funny <laughs> make you wait for it the anticipation <laughs> is killing me i want to see those titties it's gonna be seven days honey <laughs> There's, there's a crash on I-95, and I'm pretty sure it's held up for a couple of days. The 101 has the one, issue. Yeah, the 101, a, a milk truck spilled. <laughs> dude. Well, dude, Ryan, dude, thank you for hopping on this episode with us. Uh, I know we've been meaning to do it for a while now, and we finally got it done. So, yeah, I'm pumped. Everybody out there, send us hell a picture yeah. of your crash. Oh, yeah. And, uh, we'll see hell you yeah. again, dude. Maybe uh, we can... It. What was that? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, no, I was just gonna say uh, to everyone who's uh, bought a pipe for me and uh, is waiting for a pipe, thank you, and uh, I'll get it to you as soon as possible. There you go. There you go. But there it is. Words of wisdom, right there. It, I'll get it to you as soon as possible. He's gonna get it to you, man. He's working on it. <laughs> yeah. Busy man. Busy man. Yeah. Don't make me turn this. Uh, bus whatever, man. You're yep. fucking killing it. Like you're, you know, we're glad you're doing it. Like people are appreciative of what you do. Your work's awesome. Like the pipes look amazing they sound good they work great the work is really nice yeah. if until you get your hands on it and see it for real life like it's packaged well it's welded really good i put my cranks pipe sticker on the stinger and it looks awesome it's you know worth the money oh yeah and then also a little bonus when you really get ripping on it and your crank pipe sticker melts you get to know exactly where that heat's at <laughs> did yours come off oh it burned right through the middle <laughs> oh really like, like right on the p that section's oh. burnt. <laughs> but I know that heat, that pipe's heating up, baby. Get it out there. Dude. Yeah, but anyway, man. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. We love seeing you. Like you're you're definitely one of the homies, man. It's always a blast like seeing you at a rally. And who knows, maybe we can Hell yeah. rally, make it to Milwaukee okay. this year. Yeah, come out to Richmond fun. for the black black send off. Oh yeah, a little wet wet okay. stuff. Uh, uh that that last uh 
what what was it? Um, the one with the the jerseys. That was probably the the funniest rally I've ever fucking been to. The scavenger hunt. Like, oh, yeah, we, small, we went on a scavenger ground, hunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was the funniest shit. I like, I like, my gut hurt so bad on the way home, like just from laughing the entire weekend. <laughs> like spark. Sparks, Tipton, and Cowboy were just doing the craziest shit, and like we and Nick and I are just standing there, like, yeah, we can't really contribute, um, <laughs> I guess. But the fucking then, baby, uh, baby then we got, fight. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good, and then like the slow race and the races and, and the hill climb, and then the racist, awesome. and then the that is Richmond. There are some of those. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a fun. Oh, yeah, the hill climb was awesome. That the blood jousting at the end was too good. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, was this in Richmond? Yeah, yeah, the smoggy dogs. That one. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. this yep. was tight. That was a fun weekend. The yeah, uh, yeah. the, the trike yeah. just like going over the railroad tracks, like four people deep in it. Dogs <laughs> <laughs> fold up every time. I went for a ride on it. It was like less sketchy than I had met. Ma- like I imagined it being real sketchy. Then I got in. It, I was like, oh, this thing's all right with two people in it. Hey man, little mini car. And then me and uh, Max went ripping around in Lancaster in it. Nice, dude. Um, for anyone who doesn't oh, yeah. attend moped rallies, like check out mopedarmy.com. Look on the front page. And see all the rallies that are coming up, man. It's it's always fun. It's always a blast. And you'll come out of there with like some story or some experience that you'll never forget, man. They're, they're, it's a good time. Yep. Yeah. Seriously, I I've been doing nothing but ever since. <laughs> Sick. Uh, any shout outs you want to send before we uh, get off with you? I mean, shout out to I mean the casserolers, Jake Kane and Tyler for helping me out and. Everyone who's bought pipes, like you've been letting me travel the country and hang out and live the dream. I I can't thank you guys enough. Don't forget Jesus and your mom. <laughs> that was Nick. No, it was Dale and how Junior. <laughs> he was so confused. He didn't know what the fuck you. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to say Junior. He didn't even know what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Emmys. You always get to thank God and your mom and thank my parents for all their support. Number three on the car. Number two on the wall right next to Jesus. Yeah. Number one in my heart. Dale Earnhardt. But yeah, but yeah, at the end of that flat out Friday race, Nick thanks baby Jesus and Dale Earnhardt Jr. for winning that race. And that's the one just died. I can't wait to watch it, man. I've tried to watch it during this, but like so you can't good. hear any of the commentation, so it's not worth yeah, fucking yeah. with. I gotta go home and watch it on the big screen. That's great. All right, cool. Man. It, thanks, dude. We're, it, gonna, it, we're gonna wrap it yeah, up. Wrap it up. Yeah, thanks again, man. We really appreciate it. It's good to hear from you. We'll see you on the road. Um, kiss all the smog dogs while you're down there, man. Tell uh, Chris and fucking Zach and all them. We said what's up, man. We miss them. Okay. And I know, I know they're all coming up for. The rally, so we're gonna see him a couple months, but maybe we'll see him somewhere else. Dude, there's a lot of rallies on the calendar, dude. Check it out. Um, we're out of here, dude. It was it was a blast, man. I'll see you later. Yep, later. Bye. 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 Slight phone delay, make make things a little awkward, but we're still a good time, dude. Got to hear a little about Ryan, how we got into the mopeds, and on the, about the on pipes the cricket and stuff. Wireless. <laughs> well, he told me ahead of time. He's like, oh, like I'm in New Orleans. Like my phone might not be like working the best because I'm like. Not in Milwaukee, but it worked out fine. We tried. Yeah. 
Dude, it was a good time. I tried not to interrupt. I was pretty good. I tried to wait to see, and that's some of those. <laughs> awkward, well, that's like some of those awkward gaps in the conversation is us like waiting to make sure that there, there's the delay is not. You know, yeah. I think one of those things. I know I'll, some podcasts do it where they have like a like a video chat or video kind of conversation. So you can see the other person talking, which kind of like helps with moments well, like that. But whatever, dude. We're at episode seventy. We're making this shit work. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Um. So what is this that I just learned about Baker's Dozen is starting off in Richmond this year? Uh, Baker's Dozen. Uh, if you guys don't know, it's uh the pinball run or the new pinball run. It's called Baker's Dozen. They do a moped race across the country, and this year they're going from Richmond or Virginia to Atlanta, and. We're in talks with Maddie and them about setting it up where they leave from our rally spot since it's the same weekend. Yeah, because I was so. like, no one's going to be in Richmond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's the reason we picked that weekend. Like, months ago, we were like, oh, well, it's the same time as the pinball. It's like, work out with them. And I messaged them, like, right when we decided to pick that weekend ahead of time. Like, yo, we're going to do our thing the same weekend. It'd be fun to, like, do something with you guys and set up the same rally spot. Just give us a couple of months to, like, lock in our date and our or location and all that stuff. So we're in talks to try to get that square. So the biggest dozen send off can be uh, sent off, sent off with the rally. And I know you guys went to the last one and you said it wasn't really much of a send off. So. It was, yeah, it, it, it wasn't much of a send off, but it was like kind of a panic discoordinate, like some coordination, like the, the ideas were all there. They had a good plan in theory, but like when it actually came down to it, like, yeah, this is the starting line. Be here for the party. We'll send you off. And like, I don't think everybody was communicating properly. Yeah. You know, like I like to like do a better job of that. If we do get it all worked out, like I know I talked to Maddie last week and they're trying to work some stuff out, but if we can get it all square with him that we do it at the same spot and we can actually organize some kind of like legit send off. It's fun. It's yeah, we'll buy some balloons. People are, yeah. People that are attending, like release some fucking doves or some shit. Who knows? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, silly string, all the fuckers riding like on the way out, like, Oh, now you're, fucking covered in silly string enjoy your fucking 100 mile shitty day <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um i don't know show was good i'm glad we got a couple questions in for ryan like his pipes are awesome um mopeds are going cool like the rally seems sick the fact that they're gonna pl- do a completely legit custom bike that's uh, super that's be, ripper that's gonna crazy. be like a one-up for everybody yeah, that's right crazy because i've had this discussion we just had our rally meeting today and one of the things that I brought up that we normally bring up that we brought up a couple of times on the podcast is the idea of what should you do for a raffle bike? Like, do you want something nice, a yeah. simple stock running bike or do you want something that's been rebuilt with decent upgrades or do you have some crazy custom super baller all out bike that everyone wants you th- like, yeah, where's the money come in? Are, are you making that back in your raffles because you spent more on a bike? If you spend 800 to a thousand dollars on a bike, do you think you're going to make $2,000 back on the raffle versus if you spend $200 on a shitty bike? Are you going to double that? Like make $400? I think the, the profit's usually about the same. Honestly, like people are going to spend money on a raffle bike, no matter what it is. So, like your margin probably is about the same, no matter what, you know, cause people are only going to spend, but so much money regardless, you know, maybe you might get a little bit extra if it's like a crazy nice bike, you know, but in the end, like the, the end goal for me is like, Hey, is it, does it run? If it's something you're not in love with, can you get rid of it? You know, like, so if you win, like, the double tall bike with the boat throttle the thing, boats, like, the you can't get rid of it. Yeah. 
I think uh, I think what we kind of talked about today was just like it comes down to your budget. A real moped would be nice. If you if you lock down a budget for your bike at six hundred dollars, then you do the best you can for six hundred dollars. If that involves you maybe getting some parts that are performance for cheap, or yeah. a couple new things that might be a little less. Yeah, whether you buy a bike that are bike. that's already pretty much done for six hundred dollars, you know, like yeah. six hundred bucks is a pretty tall budget. I feel. Mm-hmm. We I tell our guys like I try to stay in the like if I'm buying it. I try to spend, you know, 200 bucks and then, you know, total all in three to $400 all in, you know, so the cheaper you buy it, the the downside is then you got to put more money into it. Yeah, so like, it might if, not you be could, as nice. if you spend $400 on a really nice bike and we can fix it up with free parts, then we've got a pretty decent machine or if, or if we just get lucky, you know, and find a, like a killer low mileage, super clean bike or whatever. So mm-hmm. oh. that's the, oh. that doesn't matter. Oh, doesn't matter. <laughs> um, he, I guess, hell, he who shall not be named on this podcast <laughs> who we are not talking about on ma or yeah, anywhere that was else some randos what uh, was that that was just some random youtube channel dude get out of here not means nothing oh uh, we got two voicemails that we Yay. neglected from last week i guess we should hit them now hey let's see do what it. they are i don't know if they are i don't remember i haven't pre-screened them or anything oh, so Lord. let's see what happens <laughs> i do it's probably Mad Brapper busting my balls for telling him to stop. Hey, what's up? It's Nathan from the Wizards. I'm wondering. He's coming out I've next been weekend. thinking. So, everybody likes to argue about the single-speed mopeds. You know, you got the V1 and the E50, you know, sitting at the top. But everybody likes to think of things in the top three. Who gets that third spot? Is it Sox? Is it Marini? Is it the single-speed Vespas or the single-speed Peugeot's? What's going on here? You know, you got there's a lot to look at. Aftermarket availability, how fast they can do stock. You know, like is there obvious demons that the motors are known for? There's so much to talk about here. Figure it out. I want to know. So what? I love you. What did he put in the first? Um, hold on a second. I turned the mics yeah, speakers no, up cool. so I could hear the yeah. thing. Um, he put what mopeds as he put the top. E50 and V1 at. Plays one and two. Well, for, clearly he's mistaken for, right there out of the gates. For single-speed bikes. Really? Yes. Single-speed mopeds? Single-speed mopeds? You want to put E50 and V1 at number one and two? No way. <laughs> Do tell. What's up? Solex. Lies. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Shitty suspense for a fucking Solex. <laughs> That dead stare he had. Yeah. <laughs> he was very serious. Shit suspense for a soul action. Like, I knew he didn't have anything. I knew he was going to be trashed, dude. Thomas. Yeah. I knew it was going like, to trash coming out of his mouth. Dude. I don't know. I, I Honestly, like, stock, if it's, uh, what's the 5051D sax for bone stock for being I hear good able to do really fucking sacks. good speed and reliability for not fucking with it. Yeah. I like it. Which is, I, which is funny, because you don't hear much about that. No, I really like that engine. I don't know shit about the single-speed Vespa. Like, No, nah, I wouldn't fuck with that. No. I, I don't know. I think that's still going to require a bunch of stuff to mm, really keep They're reliable. That's probably faster than the Saks in some ways, but I still think the Saks would kill it. In longevity. Mm. I mean, Pook and Minarelli probably really are the kings. Yeah, they are definitely, definitely. He was... Nathan, you're not wrong, bro. Gorelli, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the Gorelli in that either, because they've got, I mean, it's a, it's an Italian-built motor. You, even if you took a stock top in and did 
very little work to it. You can get close to 40 miles per hour out of it, um, you know? I mean, that, that's like you say a stock motorcane is decent, too. You're gonna get 40 out of, you can get 40 out of a stock motorcane. But, is, but it's not technically single speed, is it? I mean, it's varied, but still, well, you're talking about single speed. Yeah, gotta, if you're talking think, single speed. You gotta, like, exclude all, like, variated bikes. I, I Even though it's, you know, yeah, I think it's you got, variated. It's exactly. not single. But what else is a single speed? I've never, I've never ridden a Marini, like, one, the 101 or anything like that, so I can't tell you where they would mm-hmm. land. In my experience, they don't fuck. You think they would fuck because they're, like, cousins of the fucking V1, but I don't know. I think the king of all kings, because of parts availability and ease of access, is probably the Pook. Because you can take, you don't even have to buy. So, like, the well, minute well, the well, that's, not, that's pro- not in question. What's in question is number three. Yeah, what's in the, it's got to be Saks. That's a hard choice, man. Uh, how about this? You guys let us know in the comments, which we don't get a whole lot of, but on the Creedler. The shit. Ooh. I never ridden a Creedler, but I hear good things, so I really can't tell you. No, I've never ridden one. I mean, I've probably ridden one, but that's hard. Clearly, decision. I don't remember it, so it wasn't that great. Hard decision. Everyone, uh, pick your side. What would you call number three? That's a good question. Who Nathan cares? Um, fuck us because we don't know. Make a thread on Muppet Army and see what they got to say. I think that'd be a good topic for the gen for gen forums. I don't ride stock bikes. I don't care. Um, one more voicemail. Let's see. Let's see what it is. Good question, though. And oh, actually, well, it's twenty six seconds. There's no transfer available. Maybe no one said anything at all. Pocket dial. Yeah. Maybe so, it's maybe it's a, a spam caller that speaks to you in Chinese. A spam bri- spam call to my one. voicemail. Yeah. Let's see what happens. If it's nothing, then it's nothing. Turn it up. It's legit nothing. Oh. That's why there's no transcript. Cool. Then we don't got to worry about it. Done. Um, we did it. We got a password for the raffle. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Send us some photos of your cranks. Um, I'm still working on transposing all our things from MP3 to MP4 so I can upload all the audio files to YouTube. Um, it's probably going to take me another week or two because I'm lazy. But that way, you know, if you want to listen to our audio files on YouTube, you can. And maybe we'll do some more upgrading stuff from there. I know Thomas still has some videos he's working on. Uh, Riding Chatter is coming up. Their club had a meeting about it recently. Did we? I wasn't there. Um, Ashley? Did we have a meeting about it? No. No? No? It was just like a week ago. We had a meeting, but it was not about a rally that I'm not hosting. We're hosting. So. Some, they're hosting. Yeah, our club is hosting a rally, <laughs> but I don't have anything to do with it. Thomas that. and I are not involved. They're is planning it. April fourth or not? Yeah, yeah it's okay. okay. It's yeah. Not, something will happen. So on this that is day. the deal. I, I posted up 4th. in our chat. And I said, "Listen, if you guys are hosting a rally, great. But if you're not, this is the day I'm going to host the ride and chatter. If you guys don't figure something out, and it's just going <laughs> to be me being like, follow the leader. Let's see what happens for a day ride, and I'm going to announce it last second and see who shows up for the ride." Well, it's been announced. And they started getting on it. It's on the calendar. They're, they're getting on it. Uh, yeah, they're doing a great job, the, actually. The Baby Rebels are planning their own event without Mom and Dad. Baby so Rebels. we'll see how it they're goes. They're doing a good job. Hey, I, think, I got faith in them. Aww. I think they'll pull it off. But uh, if you guys want to come to Richmond and hang out with us, it's uh, Richmond Rousers, Ride and Chatter. It's going to be April 4th in Richmond, Virginia. That's actually Richmond, like in the city. Come hang out. We'll probably hit five bars. 
I can probably list all of them on hand. They're Justin's favorites. Um, it's be part of it. It's only it'll, three. It'll, it'll, only- it'll be really easy on your bikes, so you know, don't worry about having to do any crazy blasting. Uh, <laughs> nah, I'm planning a secondary ride. We're gonna rip it. A real ride. 100 mile fucking death march down Midlothian Turnpike from here to Powhatan. <laughs> Just straight stoplight do to stoplight. Yeah. Stop like, stop like. I mean, it looks good. Yeah. The calendar, the calendar on Weapon Army is really shaping up, dude. Uh, there's fucking, there's a Savannah rally in March. Rebels are in April. Goat heads are in April. Sloops are end of April. I can't go to Goat Heads. It's I know, too, too far, too expensive. But what you can do is drive to Swoops in Atlanta. Ooh, when is are that? Making this a trip? That's April twenty fourth through twenty sixth. I've never been to Swoops. That could be fun one. Uh, it's um, suck. Every year it sucks. MotoGP so East, Lots New York, show May eighth through tenth. Um, LSLB's rally is uh, May 14th weekend. We got Cream City Cranks May 29th. I think I would like to go to Cranks because I've never been to a Cranks rally and I've been rallying long enough. I'd like to go to something that we don't normally go to. Yeah. We kind of always do the same ones over and over because we've been to them and know them and they're close or something. Well, a lot of times, but- like the time scheduling too is like pretty convenient because, like, so to get enough people to go to a rally, so it's affordable. Like it, you know, like that plays into it too. You know, it's yeah. not like we don't want to hit all these rallies. It's sometimes it's fucking expensive and it makes it better if you got like six people going and split the gas costs and whatever. I think know? we could set that up, dude. Uh, cranks in the end of May. I guess it's a couple months to get the ball rolling and see who would want to go. If we can't pull off enough people to go, then fuck it, we don't go. But if we get like enough people to fill a truck or man. I'm just going to quit my band so I can rally more. <laughs> well,. <laughs> Your band can suck it up, dude. You don't miss that much time from them. <laughs> you're not rallying that hard. Because you're not. No, um, I'm not. But it's always like the weekend that I want to go out of town. They're like, oh, we got a show to play for like nine people at the Camel. Dude, it's going to be a great show at the Camel. It's going to be nine people there. It's going to rip. We're going to get great coverage. And I'm pretty sure a record producer from uh, No Name Records is going to be there looking at us. Dude, calendar's slammed right now. I'm not going to read the rest of these names. You guys can get them over here and check it out yourself. Uh, that's it, dude. We're All here. you need to know um, is come to Richard, Virginia on the 4th. And of if, April. And when some of come, come, come back for 4th of July. No, they're through the path. <laughs> or don't, Fourth honestly. I don't give a weekend. shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go wherever you want to go, dude. Weekend. Just do something and then call us about it on our <laughs> voicemail and let us know how it was. Uh, Word on the street is we're raffling all three derbies. <laughs> Uh, 804-638-9533. You can leave us a blank voicemail, just like the last person. Uh, we'd, love to, we'd love to do that. Uh, no. We can do this whole bit again. Um, that was a good question, though. I like his question about what's your top single speed. That was No, that was a great question. I Maybe we can get into it on another topic when we give it some thought. Might need some more time, yeah. I'll have to do some research, too, like what other single speeds are out there. Bikes. I'm a fucking big boy. I'd rather have something very out of here. I'm gone. 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 Well, damn. All right, cool. That's it. Uh, Thank fuck you, the guys. Car. Ride a moped. Aaron, make weird noises. <laughs> Perfect. So, um, what are your favorite <laughs> moped sounds? Fuck your car. Ride a moped. I don't know. Like, touch a fly with a moped. Aaron, make normal noises. No, it's pretty fucked up. Make noises that are weird. Maybe the sexy noises. Wow, wow, wow.